hear me out. All right. Hear me out. Uh, here, about, actually, wait, wait, hearing I, you out is exactly what we're going to do, yep, uh, wait, Fox. Before, before we move in, right, I just, I want to talk with chat. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Hear me out, chat. All right. You don't, you don't need to be giving the villains any kind of boons. Okay. This is, uh, <laughs> we have a plan. All right. But it's, I, I, it's, it's a plan. Okay. You just, we work together, chat. Remember, remember the good times. Remember, <laughs> you know how fun these adventures have been? Little side adventures, kind of, but these, they're, they're real consequences. There are, there are consequences. Your actions have consequences. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm done with my soapbox chat. That's a sound we yep. need. Con- yeah, yeah. Now we'll go back and cut that out after this stream, and you can have the consequences sound. Oh no. Um, chat says <laughs> that was a whole month of rent on your feet. <laughs> um, okay. Just like last week, the party took advantage of some extra prep days between the last heist and this heist, which means that during their briefing, they're going to report on how those uh, what they learned with each other just to make sure that chat is not having any plot holes. So I guess Fox can delegate who's going to do that little reporting. Um, But otherwise, here's your briefing with Fox. Hello. All right, gang. Now... I know we didn't really have a lot of time to really figure this one out. We only had six days, but I think we have just enough information to at least get in. And every day we waste is another that Jeb can't come back to us. So I'm I'm thinking today's the day. You know what I've managed to do, and hopefully I can get us in. So we'll see what happens. Let's meet our players for tonight's heist. Hello, I am Jake, and I play Gunna, the uh, mastermind rogue, Hematician mastermind rogue, the demolitions expert, if you will. Hey, I'm Wash. I play FP62, the scout rogue. I think he's a scout. He does scouting. I think he does a scout. He's going to do a scout tonight. Hello, I am Trevor. I play Bruiser, the inquisitive rogue who also happens to be a very good driver and he knows everybody. And hello, I am Cleo playing Fox, the changeling rogue, 
And, and you know what? He's going to bring this whole plan together. It's going to work. And I'm Josh, your Wing Badger Game Master. Without further ado, let's kick off tonight's heist. And to do that, we actually need to start not quite at Summit Tower. Because you, the gang, if you will, are sitting in your safe house. You're about to begin your heist. But beforehand, and this is what you've probably been waiting for, uh, you need to step outside and catch something. So you step outside of your, your area, which I believe... Uh, Bruiser said he got you somewhere in the tech district. So you step outside. The streets are very clean here. Um, There's a lot of automated transportation, you know, options like cypher trucks and things like that. There's a metro that connects this to the industrial district, which is across the valley from you. Um, The metro has like, you know, the long bridge with stilts underneath of it. But right now what you're doing is actually going around the corner to where a statue is holding. It's just a humanoid statue, but they're holding at attention a bugle in their hands, a brass bugle. And you're not the only ones here. There's a large crowd gathered around this statue just in time for good morning, denizens of stainless. You're listening to the brass bugle, keeping your gears turning and your minds well stocked with all the latest news from cogs to crime. I'm your host, Rusty, and it's been a busy week no matter how you wind it up. Firstly, a reminder to all inventors and tinkerers. The city's invention fair is just around the corner, so dust off those blueprints and get ready to show off your latest and greatest creations. Friends in the entertainment district will already know that popular local band The Gear Grinders released a new album this week, featuring last year's hit clockwork heart as well as a cover of the iconic steamboat love story will their version be as good as the gadgeteers that's for you to decide i might suggest that you decide from within your homes as the rain isn't the only wave sweeping across our beautiful city this weekend crime is on the rise all across stainless the explosion last week in the lower west side that claimed 47 lives and was attributed to elusive gang the black fangs seems to have drawn retaliation as another explosion rocked the university district just a few days ago decimating the university clock tower. City Watch urge everybody to keep their eyes well lubricated for maximum effectiveness in locating this hematician. And a small illusory image of Gunner appears sort of protruding from the um, bell of the, the bugle. Um, uh, in locating this hematician who is suspected of orchestrating at least one of the explosions. Representatives from the university requested that I remind you that just because there's no clock tower does not mean you can arrive late to your exams. And lastly, in sports news, the Minecraft racing qualifiers begin tonight. There are still a few seats available in the arena if you haven't purchased tickets yet, and it's sure to be a great contest. Signing off from our base station in Summit Tower, I'm Rusty, and this has been your Brass Bugle broadcast. Have a lovely evening. <laughs> And the the um, bugle sort of cools down, and and the chatter ends. And um, I, Gunner, do uh, you want to roll a stealth check or something for me to not get seen by the crowd here? Gunner pulls his his fedora down in front of kind of to hide his eyes, and uh, starts. Great. Uh, also, all of you can back. add a d four of oceans. Chat is benevolent to you here at the Ooh, beginning of the game. Spicy. What is he rolling? A stealth oceans. check. Yes, to that basically just that keep wasn't that good. Unseen. That was only a nine. Can I, can I roll to assist? You sure? If you can describe how you're assisting, um, I'm I'm gonna immediately uh, just kind of like uh, shuffle in front of him and 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 kind of like make it seem like he's part of a crowd, not just standing out. Like I'm trying to just be like, all right, yo, we gotta we gotta move you back to the house. I'm just trying to you know, okay throw my cloak over him, perhaps. So Gunner can roll advantage. 
All right. Aha, that's much better. That's a dirty 20. There you go. Uh, okay, you um, are able to escort Gunner off the premises, and as far as you can tell, nobody follows you. Um, and so it is that as clouds gather on the horizon and actually a little closer than that, the rain is already reaching the northern end of the city where the university and the arena are, and it's moving your direction. It's coming south towards you, um, that you're approaching Summit Tower. Uh, what time of day have you chosen to approach <clears throat> Summit Tower for your heist? I'd like to use an ocean. um so knowing that getting inside was going to be tough um fox decides his best bet is by picking up a whole new persona and in fact this whole week he has not been fox but in fact has been blake spidey yes i named him after the spider in our house named blake Hashtag no context. Um, And he is a middle-aged man uh, with short, almost balding hair. And he has applied for a job to be a security guard for Summit Tower. Oh, has he? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We're going to spend three oceans. One for the disguise one for immersing yourself in society so that there's a little bit of a trail to, you know, if they were to do like a background check or whatever, there would be a couple of people who'd like, yeah, I know Blake. Um, Mm -hmm. And then one is going to be a skill check to determine how well your interview goes. I would like you to roll a charisma check without proficiency opposed by a charisma check without proficiency from the other side. Just straight charisma. Just straight charisma. Never mind. They rolled a natural one. It goes great. Uh, your, Your interview killed it. Um, and you, what was the, what was your, your answer? Like you gave them at least one answer to a question in your interview that blew their mind. What was that? What was that answer? What was that thing you said? Take us back into the room. I know I'm a little overqualified. I, uh, (laughs) may may have actually been part of, uh, stopping the world's greatest heist. Oh, you, you know, the one, uh, in, in Stainless 20 years ago, you know, the, the one everyone talks about and is awed by and it almost got away with it. I was, the, I was the one who stopped him. I've been retired for a while, but I thought I'd get back in the game and I'm your best man. That's my work experience. <laughs> well, sir, we sure are glad to be bringing you on here at Summit Tower. The construct on the other side of the table says, like, kind of stacking <laughs> your, your papers in a very, like, you know, jerky and oh, orderly fashion as they I, uh, straighten the papers and set them down living retired i know that uh, my life's sleep schedule has been off and i i would i prefer night shift if that's available um you know working part-time and whatnot they uh, rolled a net one on the charisma check i'll give you that one for free uh yes you achieve night shift uh anything else as part of this flashback just that i'm manning the gate on that night that we decide to go in <laughs> all right so what you're telling me is it's evening and uh, i'm going in for my shift and okay so you're going to work right now in the evening yes um okay you approach summit tower again 101 floors of sleek steel um plating going up the outside there are a few gaps for windows but largely this building is is opaque and the steel panels, the edges of them or the seams actually glow with the subtle amber of active ciphers 
and um, hotlines, you know, run up the the outside of the building as well as some inside the building. Um, basically, this is a a well powered machine. Like this building itself is is its own machine. Um, you're uh, actually, I'll have Fox roll a d6 for me. Let's figure out where your shift is assigned tonight in the tower. Whoa, I landed on my keyboard incorrectly. I got a six. You got a six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okie doke. Uh, Fox, you have been assigned to guard the atrium. Uh, you are not at the front desk. Obviously, that's for the reception staff. But you are sitting in one of the seats. Um, better yet, you're in plain clothes, disguised as a guest uh, or someone waiting for a meeting. And you are to keep an eye on things, make sure nobody shady gets in through the door. There are four other guards on the shift with you who are interspersed throughout the atrium. Um, the um, atrium itself of Summit Tower is like this big, impressive space with vaulted ceilings. There's a huge chandelier that is actually clockwork, like little gears are, are turning and, and whirring inside of it that slowly rotate the um, light fixtures around the outside of the chandelier. And then the steel plating on the outside is mirrored plating on the inside. So the mirrors cause the light to really get magnified. And so there's this really warm kind of dancing glow through the lobby. Um, and so you have that dancing glow. It seems to almost be dancing to the tempo of the rain that begins to fall gently outside. I'd like to talk to my manager. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. Um, so you stand up and you walk through a, um, like a little door on the side of the atrium. It doesn't even look much like a door. It's meant to kind of blend in with the architecture, but when you step through, it leads into a cement kind of like generic stairwell you know like the this didn't have to be fancy kind of stairwell you walk down one flight of steps to the manager's office which is directly behind the cart park um underneath summit tower and okay. you knock on the door and you hear it come in um hello sir oh. what can i do for you it's, uh, it's captain lars durkin uh standing there on the inside that's a throwback if anybody can get it i'll give you inspiration um captain lars durkin tips his hat to you Oh, sorry to bother you, Lars. Um, and I, I know I've only been working here for a week, but um, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, you know, getting older now, and my right leg's feeling kind of bummed, it's a little stiff. I was wondering if uh, I have a lot of patrols with my current setup. Could I could I switch maybe with somebody like maybe at the gate or something? Pebbles, you know, Pebbles is young. He can he can handle the patrolling. I just haven't gotten back into full physical condition, if you know what I mean. Retirement really slows you down. Not sure why you applied for a job here if you were uh, not feeling up to the task. Well, I thought I'll give it to uh, you this time, but this can't be a habit. You understand? You're gonna have to get yourself back in shape. I understand, Lars. I'm a. I've started physical therapy. We're gonna get back to a hundred percent, just like in my All prime. Right. All right. Well, when you see pebbles out there in the gatehouse, don't tell him it's because you're feeling down. Tell him it's because he was two minutes late to work and I've got a graveyard shift for him. Awesome. Laws, you're the best. Get out there. All right. I go. And go ahead you over to head. Yep. You head out into the cart park. Um, the cart park has three different sections in it. There's a section that's sort of paved um, with like loose gravel. And this is where people might stable livestock if they ride to work. Um, or if they have their own carriages, they might get parked over here. There's a section for drop-offs 
where when someone charters or has a courier or whatever, they get dropped off. And then there's a segment off on the side of the, um, like basically on the side of the cart park, there's a wall of reticulators. There's four of them. Um, and on that same wall where the reticulators are right in the center is a little gatehouse. And in that gatehouse, there are two security professionals. One of them is pebbles and the other one, uh, you'll also get to name, um, you head over there and address them as you will. <laughs> Oi, uh, Pebbles manager wants to see you, Lars. Uh, and of course, why? Uh, it, I, I'm gonna be honest. He said something Did my time about off get approved. Uh, I, something about it was something about timing. To to be fair, I I don't like prying. So, but he told me I'm to replace you for now. Okay. Hopefully my time off got approved. And Pebbles hops up and, and leaves. Uh, a squirrely young gnome um, <laughs> leaves and, and goes past you. And so then oh. you're left in there with just the grizzled old elf. How's it, how's it doing, Barkley? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Yeah. Just down here watching people put stuff over there, walk into things over here, go on up. I'll be honest, I'm, uh, was kind of hoping I'd have a slow day, and Laws, Laws came in for me, and, uh, next thing you know, something Pebbles did, I'm taking over Pebbles, so, hopefully a nice slow shift today. Ah, it's always a slow shift down here. Uh, I don't see anybody, you wanna, wanna play a little cards? Roll persuasion. Whoa! What I <laughs> DC to beat is a 24. Ooh. Man. If only I didn't get a 32. Dang. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll play a little cards. All right, I offer a wingle digit and we'll start betting on low stakes. I'll match that. Um, he throws a wingle digit down on the table. Now, now that I've set up the uh, the introduction, um, mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and activate my earpiece, which I have disguised as an earring. All right, and as a reminder for chat, this is um, they have three hours of communication on these. They, they're just accessories; they can choose how they flavor it. But they get three hours of like radio comms. Ah, hearts it is, which is our key word for operation <laughs> is a go. <laughs> All right, what happens? Uh, I would like to start our, our, our side of it with an ocean. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so during this, this week of prep, uh, Bruiser was working on one, acquiring uh, work uniforms for the gang and to, uh, for the rest of the gang and two um, disguising the cypher truck to look like you know any old cypher truck essentially uh, roll a um, vehicle maintenance kit intelligence check with advantage can I add proficiency no. oh. oh yeah yeah you can yes you're proficient with those okay Uh, natural nice. 20s. Nice. Oh. 
Uh, I don't know what it says on the trek, but it doesn't say four guys and anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> um, descri- describe your disguise to me. And also, because you rolled so well on that check, I'll give you half price on the uniforms. You'll still need to spend another ocean on them. So that's two oceans. But, um, yeah, that, but I'll yeah, give it to you fine. for half price. So that's uh, 150 wingle digits for all of your okay. uniforms, not not each. Okay. Um, so the cipher truck is just going to be like plane like a like a normal employee would drive essentially that the ones that own them like it's not going to have any decals or anything it's just going to be like <laughs> unmarked nice white shiny, van like polished yes gotcha <laughs> yeah uh, you feel kids? well you don't but fox when he first sees your work before the heist <laughs> begins you probably feel a small pang of regret that the hanging plants that zothkug decorated the cypher truck with have been removed uh, but indeed it is a smooth shiny chrome cypher truck and that brings us back to the present. Yes. Uh, everyone is in their outfits. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, should I use disguise self now? Are we rolling up? Yes. Uh, and my guy Gunner will use a disguise self cipher on himself. Nice. I respect that. He will transform into... You'll see him, his muscles on his arms and his body and his head size all shrink just a slight, like, like he just, he's just, and he gets like three inches shorter. He's, he's debuffed himself. He's no longer a big buff guy. He takes off his fedora. His face is just a lot smoother. He's still a (laughs) hematician, but he kind of is like smooth SpongeBob meme. With his face, <laughs> it just has like it has much vaguer details on it. Um, okay, and he's in his work uniform. So. Oh, disguise self, not a terrorist. Gotcha. Uh, does this does this work? I'm I'm trying this voice out. Do you think this sounds different enough? Yeah, I All think right. you'll be fine. I think you look oh, wonderful. That's... You look a lot like me now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And then Bruiser will head towards the uh, Summit Tower gate and uh, cart park. Okay. Uh, The engine revs pleasantly as you drive at a normal, believable speed towards the gatehouse. Uh, Or not the gatehouse, I should say, but the cart park itself. So you drive towards Summit Tower. There's a sort of loop in front of Summit Tower where, like, really important people might get out or guests. You drive off to the side of that loop and down a small ramp, which leads you into the cart park. And uh, I'm assuming you're going to park. So Fox, you and the guard look up briefly from your game of cards as another generic standard looking cypher truck pulls in, turns off to the right. So it's facing away from you towards the parking area and pulls into a parking space. The bird has entered the nest. All right. Go fish. Ah. All right. Uh. You know, I've never done the gate duty. Uh, are we supposed to check on them in any way, or are we good in here? Well, I mean, they're going to flash ID as they walk past, I'm sure. Right, right. If they okay. don't flash ID, I mean, I guess we have to do something, but like... So they'll come up what to the gate. What are the odds of them not having ID? <laughs> over the earpiece. So they come over to the gate and uh, come say hi to us then. All right. Why are you poking your ear like that? Well, it's, I got this new piercing, my... <laughs> My daughter says it makes me look younger. What do you think? I'm gonna probably? add a die to the tension pull. <laughs> Does it make me look younger? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Nothing's gonna make you look younger, man. 
jab it. Uh, Josh, yep. I would like to use an oceans <laughs> to get fake IDs for everyone. Um, hmm. Bruiser does know a guy, but it's not going to be easy to come across fake IDs for Summit Tower. Summit Tower's got some of the tightest security in the city. Can I donate? They're going to cost you. Can I donate an oceans or multiple oceans to help <laughs> no. procure because I'm in? Okay. Um, this is this is Bruiser's flashback. Gotcha. Well, okay, you know what? If you <laughs> use a skill, then sure, you can you can spend an ocean and help. That that makes sense. Um, so Bruiser, no, if you're using a contact that you know, then you can get them. It'll only cost you the one ocean, but it will cost you probably like four hundred wingle digits. We're probably talking like a hundred wingle digits well, per. We have. We have Fox's ID. Okay, so 300 wingle digits. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, then you can... You obtain them. Uh, you obtain the IDs. And the IDs are um, small ruby obelisks. They're uh, just slightly larger than your closed fist. And um, they have a sort of strange it looks like a tornado that's been frozen in the middle of them but they're like flecks of some kind of dark rock or other material don't you there. don't you play with my heart okay <laughs> as uh um as a, so we get out i'll let you go ahead sorry sorry okay uh we get out and we're gonna walk over to the gatehouse and and i'll show my id and Presumably yep. everyone's following. The guard looks up and barely gives you a second glance. He just nods to you. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. He turns back to his card game and goes, hmm. Got any sixes? Oh. Not this time. Go fish. Gosh. And he like slams his hand <laughs> on the table. Um, <laughs> you walk right on past and into the reticulators. Um, each verticulator has, and are you all getting in the same one or are you getting in like different ones each? Could I survey the or, part, the car park while we're walking? Yeah, absolutely. Roll a perception check for me. Ooh, 15. So that's what? 25, I think. Okay. Uh, you do a pretty good job surveying the cart park. Um, other than the things I've described, it's the night shift. So there's hardly anybody going in or leaving the, the people who have finished their shift for the day left a little earlier. Um, and the people who were coming for the night shift would have arrived before that. So you, there's, there's nobody else in there except you three and the guard. Um, well, two guards, um, the floor has, um, steel, grates in it that would drain into the sewers so it it slightly slopes down to each grate and they're just at regular intervals it's just it's standard drainage for like what you would see in any parking garage um the um in one corner there are four or five of those glowing batteries like you saw in the umbral sea um glowing with the sort of amber energy and they appear to be hooked into at least one hotline conduit which runs up and then into the ceiling of the cart park and presumably into the rest of summit tower um and there's a staircase the it, you know the employee staircase that um fox recently used to come down and greet the guard um other than that you you've seen pretty much everything there is to see here the lighting is cool and harsh and constant they're just ciphers of light 
that are, you know, mounted to the ceiling at regular intervals. So it's a very like flat white and it kind of illuminates everything in a harsh glare that reflects off the steel grates and hurts your eyes a little bit. There are a number of pipes around and you, you said that one of them was conduit that connects um, hotlines. Can I ascertain the purpose of any of these other pipes? Uh, yes, uh, you are very familiar now with what plumbing mm-hmm. is. Very and much so. Some of them are for plumbing. Uh, some of them are for running water. Uh, you can recognize them because they've got that hatch that looks kind of like what mm-hmm. you'd expect to see on an air duct, yeah. but it isn't. Um, and then you can also see a couple of air vents, and they are hooked up to a large box that has a hopper on the top of it for wingle digits uh, to sit in. And you're not sure exactly what that box is doing, but it is kind of like whirring, you know, softly as it as it goes about whatever spell or or thing is happening there. Um, so some of the pipes are for that. Um, those ones are more square and the uh, plumbing pipes are round. And then there's the thinner pipes, which are conduit for hotlines. And although you don't know where each of them go, you can identify that, okay, more than just one of these has hotlines in it. It's just that only one of them is plugged into the batteries on this floor. How thin uh, are the, like, is the hotline conduit? Well, like, are they big enough that something tiny could get into it? Yeah, they have a diameter of like eight inches. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I would like to stealthily walk over to the batteries and conduit. Uh, actually, but before I okay. do, uh, I'm going to just kind of like lean up to, to Gunner and Bruiser and whisper while we're, while we're walking. I'm considering placing an explosive on the batteries to be used later and also to map the building through the uh, through the charges. Do you have any opposition to that? Wait, wait, wait. No. Are you gonna you gonna map using the explosive? No, using the hotline. Oh, alright. I was gonna say, wow, that's crazy that you would have found a way to do that. That would that would be really cool. Um Yeah, I mean be my guest in some ways wish oh. I thought of that first, but go go for it. I will meet you at the elevator. All right. What's an elevator? A verticulator. <laughs> Sorry, a glitch. <laughs> it's all right. I just, you know, they, they sound kind of similar. I haven't heard elevator before, but, you know, it sounds like it would do the same thing. I believe Don't I was thinking uh, elevation change machine and verticulator, and I got the two words mixed up. Well, well, you know, you know, some would say elevator or hardly Noah, but <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> a joke. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right. Let's do it. I got a 22 on my stealth. Oh, I forgot to roll for the guard. Roll with advantage because Fox is distracting as well. Fox will be able to hear your conversation over the comms, so Fox knows. Uh, 22. Your your stealth goes great. Uh, Fox, you are confident that the guard is not looking at FP, but why? Oh, um, he's already lost three wingle digits, and he knows I have... Like what he has one card that will win the game and win back some of his wingle digits. I have one of them, but he doesn't know which one it is, and he needs to know the right one. He's he's thinking really hard about it, right? He's like, I've gone through sixes, I've gone through sevens. He doesn't have sevens. If I get the jack, I win. But I I, I just I don't know if he has the jack, and if he doesn't, then it's it's a go fish, and and he's. He's really thinking about it. I'm over and he's here got six cards in his hand and none of them match. There's no jacks on the table yet. So it's a, the, the odds are good that he's got a jack in there. But like, 
This is going to be tough. So FP, you make it over to the. FP, you make it over to the batteries. Um, FP slides out, much like a card trick player from his wrist, his jack, and taps onto the uh, the hotline. Ah, it's a jack. Aha. <laughs> uh, yes, you do. You click right into the junction box where the basically there's like a meter attached to the batteries or something like that. And so the first thing that you're able to verify is that these batteries are all at relatively high power. Um, they must have been installed recently. Mm. Uh, the second thing that you can see is that this particular circuit, like these batteries are plugged into only one thing and it's not on this floor. Um, the hotline that they connect to goes up into the tower up an indeterminate distance uh you know it's a long way but it's long enough that you start to experience some signal degradation and so you can't get the exact distance however uh roll investigation or i well you've got your your kit out so use your i don't remember what we called this kit but like jack kit intelligence Ooh, that's pretty good even though my intelligence is pretty bad um, that's a 19 plus four. So 23. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, instead you are actually able to, even though there's some signal degradation, you are able to sort of boost the signal a little bit with some of your own power, um, just for like a, you know, a heartbeat kind of thing. And you identify that this circuit leads to the 47th floor of summit tower. Um, it appears on the 47th floor to be joined by a number of other auxiliary power sources and then connected to something. You're not sure what exactly it's connected to. There's a whole bunch of things that are like creating load on this circuit. Um, you are not sure what, um, what those things are. They're not machines or, um, ciphers with which you are familiar, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, I will unclip my jack and I will plant a small explosive device on the actually no you know what no no um I'm going to like as as FP turns away um I'm going to release a tiny little spider from from my arm and it's going to climb up into the conduit and begin making its way straight up to that 47th floor. As it scampers up into the conduit, um, you this is a, a find familiar, is that it right? Is. Okay. Um, yeah, so it, it begins scampering. It's going to take it a while to scale this distance. So um, I'm assuming you're just sending it to the end, right? You want to know what's on the 47th floor? Um, I have instructed it to... Uh, to go up to the 47th floor and like tell me when it gets there and it it you know scampers off i'm gonna set a a real world timer and cleo trevor and jake are each going to roll a d10 six eight who do we appreciate seven <laughs> Six plus eight is fourteen. Plus seven is twenty-one. So in twenty-one real minutes, uh, your your familiar is going to reach the upper floor, uh, or the forty-seventh floor, I should say, and and we'll be able to report back to you. Okay, it's a lot of floors. 
it is a lot of floors yeah. and it's straight up. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's Conduit. also got to like squeeze its way around all the hotlines and all that kind of thing. Um, but yes, it, it scampers off to do that and, and has no other trouble. Very good. And I will meet the rest of the team at the maintenance elevator or the, yeah, the elevator or the verticulator. I'm stressing guys. My Very brain's, good. my brain's on running at 80% tonight. Did, did, did you uh, an explosive? Just enough. <laughs> just what we need. <laughs> um, alternative plan. It appears to be connected to something important. And I have deployed my little buddy, as I like to call him, um, to traverse up to the top. And should we need to disconnect the power, he can cut the hot lines within the conduit. Uh, not as flashy as you enjoy, and I apologize for that, but just as effective. It's all right. I don't. If if this gets flashy, we may not make it out. But there's a point where maybe that makes it more fun. We'll figure it out. We always do. Uh, right now, cut to the end of this episode when the building's on fire, <laughs> blown up, and we're walking away in the distance. <laughs> Driving, driving away. That's like distance. a flash forward. Yeah, just, you know, but whoever's <laughs> editing, you know, like this, you, you know what to do. All right, you know what to do. <laughs> whoever's editing, whoever that'll be. Whoever that'll be. We don't know who that'll be. It's a mystery. It's not, it just happens. Thanks, Mr. Editor. Happens. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's automatic, right? We just yeah, stop streaming and there's AI a podcast. I can do all that, so. Yeah, yeah Chat GPT <laughs> can edit this podcast. <laughs> Uh, okay, Fox, are you doing anything yet, or should I follow them up the verticulators? Um, at the moment, um, I'm just going to keep an ear to both my radio and mm. also the guard radio, because I'm sure we have one. I'll, I'll just turn up the guard radio, so that way, be like, Blakely, I'm just going to turn this on so we don't miss nothing. And I'll, I'll just leave the guard uh, cipher. Did, I'm guessing they have a cipher radio thingy? Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll just leave that, that volume a little high, so that way I can still hear it while playing the game make sure that uh on the pretenses on the outside i'm just listening like a good guard but in reality i'm listening for anything they f up i gotcha <laughs> okay uh so you sit down fix. i would like you to roll anything we a, fix up. <laughs> roll a dexterity no roll slate of hand we're just gonna see how well you do at cards tonight okay your opposed slate of hand check that you're trying to beat is a 22. Ooh. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm not going to beat that necessarily. So I, I got a uh, 15. Okay. So over the course of the night, you basically, you like maybe you lose like three wingle digit. You, you drop, you draw even pretty much, you know, okay. it's not because you're doing small bets anyway. You're just trying to keep the guy interested and waste away the time. Right. Um, you're not trying to like ruin any friendships here. I'll charge you f- six wingle digits because it'll make the wingle digit counter a round number, which will make it faster when you spend money in the future for me to figure <laughs> yeah. out what you have left. So uh, there you go. Uh, okie doke. So while that's happening, the other three of you walk into the verticulator and one of you kind of closes the, uh, chain link door behind you and you are presented with a small, um, like, a, an indent in the, uh, wall of the verticulator. Otherwise it's like steel paneling in here. It's lit by a single cipher overhead cipher of light. Does it look like an indent for the badges to yes, go Yes, it's for the obelisks. 
Does it look like we all put? Yeah. Do we all? Is it, is it size for many or just one? Uh, it's the right size for one. I'll put mine. Okay. You push in halfway and you hear it click, and a um, series of runes illuminate on the inside of the reticulator. Um, the runes seem to be there's there's a hundred of them, um, and they they're numbers. Do are they numbers we recognize? Yeah, they're they're numbers okay. like zero through a hundred. Well, L through a hundred. Uh, L one two three four five up to a hundred. Well, squad. What what was the interesting flaw from your little scouting? Uh, uh, floor forty seven. Do you think? If you said you sent your bug up there, do you, do we want to go up there too, or do you just want to wait for that to discover something and we go somewhere else first? Well, it stands to reason that our goal would either be to discover where our target is, and then as FP's like talking, he kind of like, can I scan around this verticulator to see if there's any like listening devices? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. Oof, not as good, but 17. I'll roll attention die. Let's find out. Nope. Oh, I forgot to start you with extra attention die for your extra prep days. Lucky no you. No take backsies. Um, <laughs> yep, I'm not, I'm not taking it back now. I just realized that. Uh, that's okay. Uh, there's plenty that can go wrong tonight. You don't need any bonus tension. Um, you do not see any listening or looking devices in the verticulator. Okay, so just he just kind of pauses of for rooms. a second as he scans around. We can either spend some time ascertaining the location of our target, or we could go directly to floor 47 and investigate. It appears to be connected... Floor 47... Is connected to these batteries for some unknown reason. Uh, the batteries appear to be some auxiliary power source to other power sources there, uh, potentially as a as a backup. I do not know what is there. We will know in about twenty minutes, maybe a little less than that. Um, we could go to a floor nearby there and pretend to maintain something and gather information. Bruiser, this would likely be your field of expertise. And when my little buddy gets to floor 47, I will be able to look through his eyes and maybe get a little recon before we go in blind. Um, while we're talking, be like, hey, Fox, do you know, uh, any points of interest while you've been here? What floors we should go to or what floor Jeb's at? Um, I'm going to roll in Oceans to have gossiped with the guards throughout the week Ooh. about the worst duties. I can roll like a, a persuasion, performance, what investigation, like? investigation. But roll it charisma powered instead of intelligence powered. Okay. Okay. So yeah. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, I know, kind of new here. So 
Pebbles, do you want to tell me about some of the worst things you've done uh, on the job here? Like some of the worst places to work? I wrote a uh, <clears throat> 22. I, I don't really have any worst places to work. I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, I just like to do my job. I suppose the, the more like uninteresting or boring places to work are probably like, you know, an accounting and legal. Like all you do is walk through once an hour. That's pretty boring. Mm. Uh, let's see what else is here. Well, how about, and, oh, is, yeah. Is there interesting places, you know, like one time I was guarding, uh, this ruby that the bank was said was, uh, gifted by King and I had to make sure nobody could touch it. And well, nothing really happened. It did make it interesting, you know. Well, there are some places where uh, it's interesting because you don't know what's going on behind the door. Anytime they have us on the 37th floor uh, guarding that office, that one's always a little bit weird. Um, that's the that's the office that like nobody really wants to admit who owns it. I'm not even sure who owns it. Um, but those offices, they have they have some strange meetings from time to time. Uh, there's also the um, like, you know, the the top floor, the penthouse. That's always interesting just because it's like, whoa, like, you know, it's Mr. Sav's got some crazy stuff up there, um, you know, just like things that he's collected or gifts he's been given, expensive, you know, treasures and stuff. So whenever you get to we don't usually get to go in. But if you hear like a spooky noise or if you make up a spooky noise, then you can kind of go in and like, you know, look around and make sure everything's a OK. Uh, but he he doesn't like it if he sees you too much on your shift. So you don't want to you don't want to like go poking in there unless you have a really good reason to. Um Let's see. The most, the I would say, the worst place would probably be the uh, the private security goons' offices uh, up up on the sixtieth floor. Um, they're they're no fun because like they think they're so much better than us. Ooh, we're mercenaries. Ooh, we get shipped out to different places. Like, come on, and, you know they they've been taking a lot of L's lately, and Summit Tower's been taking no L's. So like, let's just be clear here. Mm, uh, yeah, as right. far as <laughs> as far as security goes, I'm just who calls themselves goons? I think um, it's ridiculous. There's the conversation continues and you find out that there is also uh, four floors of the the tower are taken up by the Summit Banking Guild. Um, there's a floor. There's like a pool and gym floor. There's a mechanical floor for like HVAC and things like that. And the floor underneath of it is building management, you know, boring like groundskeeper and janitor stuff. Um, there's a six story hotel in the middle of the tower for like guests, dignitaries, diplomats, whatever. This is where the city of stainless puts them up. There are apartments in the tower where any old buddy can live. Uh, they're pretty high up so that they've got a great view. Obviously there's a break room. There's accounting and legal. There's a conference center, which is the, um, third through the fifth floor. Um, but the, it's, it's all one conference that, you know, it's just a big, large auditorium type thing. Um, the bright world company has three floors. Uh, the 47th, 48th and 49th floor belong to the bright world company. Um, and the stainless banking corp has, uh, offices in the tower as well as DuPont investment company. And I think that's everything. Wow. Okay. I was not expecting that. Uh, it's a big tower. All right. Well, thanks for passing the time, Pebbles. I know, uh, I appreciate you taking the time to show me around a little bit. Of course. That'll just be one ocean for that conversation. All right. It's a lot of value for a single ocean. I, I agree. <laughs> You're so generous, Josh. We really appreciate it. Thank you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Dio. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only saying that because I can't physically strike you down with my sword. You're too far away. So obviously, <laughs> this would be shared, you know, with the group. I mean, I vote uh, we maybe check out the 37th floor first. And then once we hear a report back about the 47th from the little bug, then we move on up. Sounds good to me. Affirmative. FP- Perfect. We're, we're going to press 37. Ding! 37th floor. And the reticulator begins moving upwards. Unlike any of your past experience in verticulators or any of your other characters past experience in elevation change machines. This is a smooth ride. Um, it's, it, it almost glides upwards in the tower. You don't even feel that like vertigo feeling that people sometimes get on elevators. It's just a very gentle ride. Um, the elevator or the verticulator, I should say moves vertically (laughs) until eventually coasting to a stop. Nice and gentle. Ding. 37th floor and the doors open up again and you are presented with a small reception desk that nobody is sitting at there are a few chairs that form a lobby and fp62 this is familiar to you this is the floor on which you met with the vaults there is a carpeted corridor leading off to the end but unless you go down it like you know this is just a little lobby area there's maybe a small little water feature with some fish in it you know stuff like that just boring old like front front lobby stuff i have been to this room and fp kind of moves behind like backwards and to the side to be behind bruiser i'm sorry and then he realizes bruiser's tiny and then he scooches over kind of behind um uh, gunner (laughs) Uh, i'm i'm skinny right now i I don't know if that helps we look kind of similar actually fp is super skinny uh, go to a different floor then this is where what sorry this is where we delivered the case Hmm. if this floor is associated with the vaults then it's probably the right track actually let's find something to fix as you are trying to decide what to do you actually hear a voice from down the corridor kind of drifting back to the reticulator uh it's a low gravelly voice and it goes now get those ones loaded up there okay pup (gasps) um can i tell who this character is or do i need to make a perception check to see that far uh you can't see them like they're around a corner at the end of the corridor so you don't see them um you can make well has fp met jeb negative then fp does not know who it is none of us have in fact none of you have met jeb so no No. i would like to use an ocean we Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the we're in the the safe house sitting around a table. We've got the we've got the map laid out on the table. Uh, Fox has already like scribbled in what he's learned about which floors contain what um, and who are controlled by by who and where. Uh, Fox, you said that our target is founder Jebediah Peppermint. I have only yes. seen him in a painting. Um, as I understand it, you are able to change your shape. Is that correct? Could you give us an accurate depiction of what he looks and sounds like? Um, I can only change it to so small. Um, 
It'd be a little stretched out, but I might be able to do a Jeb impression. Okay. Um, <laughs> it would be most helpful. We would hate to grab a different dirt folk. So this is a reminder as a changeling, since I know Jeb very well, um, I, I can actually mimic, because I think it only takes up to a minute of listening to somebody talk, but I can, I can mimic Jeb pretty well. I'm going to try my best to hear. We'll see how it goes. Um, so I go ahead and shapeshift into a, a, the short as I can go, um, which is probably around five foot, which is still like many feet taller, but I, I go a little wider, make it look like just a scaled up version of, uh, Jebediah. And I'm going to, I'm going to be like, <clears throat> Yeah, listen here, pup. Uh, that's that's what he used to say to me a lot. Uh, Very good, because you are and he used puppy. To, whoa, everybody was pup to him. Well, interesting. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was me. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this this is uh, his voice though. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other gemisms. <laughs> now that I'm on the spot, I can't think of any gemisms. Well, while you're thinking, you're uh, the fire uh, shift as short as I can go is one of the books of the Jebediah Peppermint Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's been too long since we had another book in the Chronicles. Uh, um, sure, I will let you spend one ocean and grant... Um, like just make it so that we can make the insight check or two oceans and we can get advantage on the insight check. I'll take two. FP. Okay. After careful study, you have a pretty good idea of what Jeb looks and sounds like, and you may now roll insight with advantage to recognize the voice. That was not that great. That is ooh, insight. Oof. That's the one, Oof. Cub. Um, that's a 12. Hey, 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 be careful with that over there. That that could go off. We don't want that to go off in here. What do you think you're doing? You scared the fire out of me, pup. <laughs> uh, the, you, it is enough. You, you recognize Jeb's voice. I will say into my 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 earpiece is actually like underneath my ear panel so it's, it's just like in there um we have found the king of diamonds uh, go, uh got any kings i say to barkley <laughs> I'm a little shook. Not yet. We have seen it on the deck, but have not. You hear a noise on it. Uh, just next to you, um, crew in the verticulator. Ding! Thirty-seventh floor, and another verticulator door has opened on this floor. Um, someone begins stepping out of the verticulator. You've basically got a couple seconds here. What are we doing? I'm going to whip around and take a screwdriver from my toolkit 
and start like unscrewing. Well, is there like a, any like button panel on the outside of the verticulator that I could like disassemble to look like I'm yes. working on it? I'm going to disassemble it. There's a, there's a panel. It, yeah, it's a cipher that accepts obelisks, just like you did to send the elevator. Gotcha. Out. I'm going to work on it. Okay. Um, yes. Well, that does look like it's in need of repair. I'll let you take care of that, and I will investigate over here. And then All right. Gunner will e, walk to the other side of the uh, room and try to find something to do. FP rolled deception with advantage. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. Well, we you, all got know, a, you got help. Yeah. Someone aided you. We all know verticulators are breaking down constantly. I rolled a natural 20, which means that I rolled a 19. Ooh, nice. <laughs> uh well you rolled a natural 20 um you're so convincing that the person who pokes their head out the door and sees you working on it goes oh shoot is it uh is it do i need to just like go down like is this is this safe uh yes it give me one moment and it will be fine and what does this person look oh, like okay uh they are a private security goon they are wearing a generic private security goon uniform and they um have like a weapon at their hip and whatever like it's just a standard issue private security goon do they have any ciphers on them yes they have three ciphers on their can i see an id for this person on them they're wearing a like a patch that says um private cleo (laughs) (laughs) yeah Okay, so but so not like any any tangible form. It's of not ID. a name that yeah. you would recognize. Well, I, I mean more of like a uh, like an ID thing for getting into private security goon places. Oh no, they're they're not high up enough gotcha. to have like okay. swipe badges or keys or anything like that. And I will just like tighten the screw back in and be like, and done. Uh, you are good to go. Oh great! And they step out of the reticulator and walk down the corridor. And I'll reconvene with the other guys, but I'll just kind of like, oh, I don't know. I think I'm going to walk towards where we heard Jeb's voice and just try well, to as listen. You're, as you're trying to decide what to do next and you're, you're standing with the other, the other guys, you hear like a little kind of scratching noise in the back of your head as your familiar reinitiates contact. Um, how far away does your familiar have to be to communicate with 100 you? feet, which is 10 mm-hmm. floors. 10 floors. Which is exactly okay, the so distance you are, between yep, us. You're exactly yeah. 10 floors, so that's going to work out great. Um, the report comes back. Are you looking through its eyes, or is it describing it to you, um, just so I know how to flavor this? Uh, I am going to look through its eyes. I'm going to walk, okay. like, like grab onto... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to look through its eyes, and I can hear through it as well. Okay. Great. So you are inside a fully enclosed conduit following some wires, but you're now going horizontally. You can hear a little bit of noise filtering through the pipe. It's hard to determine, for example, how many people are talking, but you can hear the sound of people speaking, things like that. Um, It sounds to you like a legitimate corporate office on this floor. Um, you know, like receptionists who are talking about things and, and people who are, it sounds like maybe some drawers opening and closing on file cabinets and things like that. But then you reach the end of this floor and you follow up a right angle and you go to, um, 
well, I guess you can't go up the right angle to the next two floors, can you? Because you would lose your connection. So maybe your spider is going to try and like poke its head out of the, the conduit or something like that at a junction box. Um, and looking up, it can see a stairway. This first one, it really is a legitimate corporate office. So now that you're out and you're looking around, mm-hmm. that's what you see. Um, there are some stairs leading up to the upper two floors. And although you can't see exactly what's happening from here, um, you can see that the people up there are not your generic issue corporate workers. Instead, these are artificers in white bright world company lab coats who are walking up the steps. They've got a handful of like a delicate artificer tools in their hands, things that are too complicated for someone who's not an artificer to identify. And whatever is happening up there is getting lots of power. You can see batteries stacked up by the stairs. There are batteries kind of scattered around the ground floor, all of them sort of ad hoc wired into whatever's going on up there. And you can see three large work tables. You can't see what's on the tables because you're at a low angle looking up the stairs towards them. But each of their uniform wooden work tables with um, bright white lights over top of them. The lights actually look to be like a focused cipher of daylight almost. So it's way brighter than the rest of the, the area is. And then there are some like complicated tools and machines that are on like articulating arms that kind of pulled out almost like looking at a dentist chair Mm -hmm. where there's like stuff that kind of hangs off the ceiling. It's like that over these tables where there's little like saws and um, drills and magnifiers and things like that are all kind of arrayed around the table. And there are people taking notes. There are people who are pushing buttons. You again, you can't see the details of what's up there, but there's a lot of artificers up there working on it. And all of them have that bright world company, white lab coat on. And can I, can I trace the conduit and see that it connects to all of this stuff? Yeah, this is what it's powering. Interesting. But you said there's batteries up there. Yes, there's also batteries up there. So basically it's, it's all additive. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to tell little buddy to just tuck his head in there and stay put at that junction box for now. Okay, I'm going to... Actually, why don't you roll stealth for little buddy? This is to get back into the conduit without being noticed. It is loud up here, though, so I'll give them disadvantage. Um, 20. These spiders are pretty pretty stealthy little guys. Yep. Yep. You don't hear anything that indicates that um, little buddy was seen hopping back into the conduit. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to clear the tension pool. Now I can telepathically communicate with little buddy uh, up to like a thousand feet. So no matter where I am in the building, okay. more or less, I can talk to him. Yeah. I just can't see through him until I'm close. Got it. Um. Fox, you are mm-hmm. downstairs monitoring the radio and playing cards when Lars Durkin comes around the corner and goes, what are you doing playing cards? I thought I told you to do some real work down here. I need to see those eyes up and I need you at attention and turn that radio down. You're not going to be able to hear if something goes wrong down here. Yes, sir. Uh, and I immediately like shuffle the cards away. Uh, and, uh, as soon and and uh yeah turn down the radio and everything and just like stand at attention until luckily you've had plenty of time to rest that bum knee how about you give me a lap of the building yes sir and i (laughs) (laughs) immediately get up and i kind of like small you know subtle limps uh and i i start making a, a lap of the building um when i first round the corner when i'm exiting the car park area and i'm out of sight yep um but 
probably not out in the public yet. I'm sure there's like a little back alley area we're in, right? There's like the ramp that leads up to... Right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do perception check for like uh, any kind of like listening devices or scry scrying devices. Okay. That's a 16. Uh, you identify some small glass orbs at regular intervals that are set around the base of the skyscraper. And it looks like there's another set of them about a third of the way up. And although you can't see as high as the other ones, you could presume that there are ones up there. It is rainy. And um, as you step outside, you know, you you're pretty quickly soaked through as the rainstorm that's kind of sweeping across the mountains has fully arrived at this stage. I, I put on my security branded jacket uh, that obviously came with my uniform. Naturally, and, yeah. Uh, and while I'm doing that, I'm going to roll sleight of hand um, as I'm standing next uh, to a wall or something to let go of Owlin and, mm. and just set him down. Okay. Prepped and ready to, to go at my command. For a second, I was and like, "What?" Like, I, I was like, <laughs> God, "Am I about to? Am I about to switch character voices?" Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you know? Um, sleight of hand of fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, okay, you rolled a sleight of hand of fourteen, and you, to the best of your knowledge, have stealthily dropped off Owlin outside the tower. Is Owlin staying on the ground or flying away? He's just. Standing perfectly still. Got it. Okay. So, and like, just setting him on the ground, basically. Yeah, right now he's looking down the ramp, but otherwise he's just sitting there, like, as if, though, he's just a little toy. Cool. He's doing it. Um, and then you're just going for your lap? Yep. All right. We zoom back up to the 37th floor, the office of the vaults, where uh, three other members of your crew are standing at some chairs trying to decide what to do, recently hearing the news that, A the um the bright world company are here and they're doing something big and b it sounds like jeb's voice is down the hallway from you uh, i think there may be some repairs needed down the hallway <laughs> 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 i i'm i'm gonna go I check agree. it out let's go i'll follow assist you I love fixing heading, things. Heading down the hallway. <laughs> so boring. You're walking down the hallway. I'm going to clear the tension pool and put the first one back in. Ooh. Uh, you're walking down the hallway. The three of you have just made it maybe a third of the way down the hallway, just far enough that you can't play it off like you weren't going to walk down the carpeted hallway when one of the office doors opens and a, um, a, a gang member, a member of the... Um, the silver tongues steps out and bruiser. You recognize this as one of the, the people you tailed from the casino. I mean, you don't know which one they were all identical, but yeah. it's, it's one of the silver tongues from the casino steps out and looks at the three of you and goes, what are you doing here? Uh, repairs, sir. We, uh, received a maintenance request a little bit further down the hall. S sorry Nobody for getting sent in a maintenance request. He's rolling a roll deception gunner, um, and roll it with advantage. Cause you're all wearing uniform. And he's rolling an insight to try and catch you in the act. I got a 17. Nobody on this floor sent in a maintenance request. 
You, how about you just turn around and walk out of here, okay? There are things on this floor that are going to have to kill you if you find them. Gunner would like to spend an ocean. Yeah, he would. Whoa. I'm sure that there's some sort of pay, like, like maintenance. Gunner, Gunner knows that the plan is to pose as maintenance workers to get in, obviously. So Gunner uh, realized, oh, if we get asked what we're doing while we're up doing maintenance, quote unquote, uh, they're probably going to want to see some 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 evidence of that. So Gunner would have asked uh, perhaps Fox to take a gander, at least either a gander or swipe just just a gander at at the uh, at the maintenance at maintenance request paperwork if he could find it and gunner will reproduce some maintenance request paperwork and uh try to make it a bit generic as to like oh yep we're supposed to be here here's a request uh so that he could maybe like jot down fill it out as they're going up the verticulator perhaps like all right we're going up to the 37th floor i'm going to mark it down as 37th floor i don't know if this is too complex to pull off but here we here we're trying it no i mean it's it's just going to be multiple oceans yeah that's fine so um f- one ocean spent with no skill check this is for fox to just look around and identify some maintenance paperwork okay. the second ocean that you're spending is a deception check at disadvantage you are attempting to forge paperwork but you are not a forger it's not your trope um so even if you had a forger's kit you probably wouldn't be trained in what to do with it okay um so deception at disadvantage to see how believable your paperwork is and again this is something that the other party will roll against i rolled the same thing twice 19 oh nice is that a, the total or the that die? is the total Nice. All right. That's a 19. Your papers are 19 believable and you do have the, the maintenance paperwork is just parchment that, you know, gets rolled up, but it's got, it's got work order on it. So you can have forged whatever you want. So Gunner will, will take a, I'm sure these maintenance uniforms have plenty of pockets so they can store tools and such. And Gunner will take uh, the, the request out of his pocket and say, uh, yes, here, here it is. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry if there was any mix up, but it does, as you can say here, uh, say 37th floor. He snatches the paper out of your hands. Let me see that maintenance work on it well why can't you come back in the morning and do this you don't need to do this right hey. now nobody's even up here uh, using a facility okay uh, look, there's as you, the as fridge you see, in a break room it's marked urgent at, up at the top yeah well i'm sure they did think the fridge was urgent but they're wrong okay it's nighttime nobody's even in here trying to eat you out of that fridge whatever's get... in there has been left there for weeks nobody labels their food anyway it's not like there's need you're not going to save any food it's all spoiled already just come back in the morning okay just 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 go you don't get the midnight munchies sometimes <laughs> I mean, I do, but not for like refrigerated foods. Like I just have, you know, chips and stuff. You don't want ice cream? There, if there was ice cream in there, it would have gone bad already is what I'm saying. I'm saying right now I'm trying to do my work up here in quiet and peace. And if you go in and there and start tinkering and banging work. on stuff, it's going to make it impossible for me to work up here. Okay. We won't, we won't be any noise, sir. We will. You won't we even just, know we're we here. We have this. You got to take it up with, with the, the maintenance manager. Uh, FP, is this a DM question or is FP just trying to interject? Uh, this is a DM question. Oh, okay. What's <clears> up? What do we see inside of the room that he just opened the door to? Like, where's he coming from? Oh, he's coming from a, uh, it's got like, um, not wall to wall. What am I trying to say? Like a ring of desks around the outside of the room. So like touching the wall and then, you know, little stools that kind of tuck underneath it. There are drawers under the desk. Each of them has a lock on it. The lock is a very high grade. Um, one of those drawers is unlocked and open 
and there's some papers kind of sitting on the desk. Um, it is angled at a way that it would be very difficult for you to read them, but you can roll perception with disadvantage if you want to try. Are there any windows in there? No. Uh, perception is 25. Perception of 25. Uh, the papers appear to be manifests for, um, like, items. Hmm. Um, I'm going to hand signal in thieves can't just like at my side, almost like a little twitchy something or other so that the other guys can see. Um, and I'm going to sign the words important documents in room and then uh, choose violence question mark. <laughs> um, Bruiser will signal back same sort of style of like hands down at the side just looking like twitches are fidgeting. Um, not yet. Try and remain peaceful. I, I, I'm so sorry to be a disturbance today, sir. Uh, but you see, we can't go home until we finish this request. And you don't want us just sitting here in the lobby for hours and hours until it's convenient for you to do this. We, And plus our manager, we get paid hourly and our manager likes to get us out early uh, as to to save, you know, the company time and resources. Um, So if you please, please, we will not be a bother. If you want, you can only send one of us back there. So we'll be as minimum amount of disruption to your day, your night. I excuse me as possible. (laughs) Just one of us. You going to be banging on stuff? Never. I have never banged on stuff my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) all right just one of you back there then and he turns around and like quick as a cat boom the door slams shut behind him and you hear click like a lock and then you hear like a cipher has been activated gunner will uh tiptoe i don't know like walk past uh like normal walk and then he'll kind of like look back down the hallway and kind of shrug and kind of motion like or like thieves can't hand signal maybe you can tiptoe <laughs> like to get all of them back there uh i got a shrug i'll follow <laughs> i'll try and follow too stealthily both of you make it past. Okay. Uh, he he is checking at random intervals. That's what the tension die was. He's going mm. back to the door and listening at the at the door to see if anyone's going by, but um, he does not seem to to notice as you pass by. Um, and so you make it past that door. The voice uh, from the end of the hall is still filtering back to you. Like, all right, we just got one more of these to pack up here, pup. So if you can just get that one pushed over there, and then this one will go over here. We'll leave this one behind, and that should pretty much take care of all this stuff. Okay, that'll that'll pretty much take care of this, and then we're ready to ship it all out of here. Uh, so Gunner will continue on and, uh, his actual goal is to, to find where Jeb's voice is coming from, but like he's trying to make it look like he's trying to find the fridge. Okay. Um, the roll a perception check. You don't need to roll a disadvantage. I think this is something that you could reasonably pull off. 13. 13. Okay you notice a couple things at the end of the hall. There is a doorless snack room on the right. 
it has a tiny little window. I mean, it's still mostly steel panels outside the building. So the windows are like little slivers and stuff that are kind of squeezed in wherever they go. But there's a tiny little window so you can pretend you're getting your vitamin D. Um, <laughs> there's a little snack machine. There's a fridge. The fridge is in perfect working order. Um, the room is carpeted. It's got some nice chairs in it. It does seem like this is the most neglected room. Like there's, you know, snack crumbs on the floor and, you know, maybe a little bit of trash here and there. Um, it's also coated in a thick layer of dust. You're pretty confident nobody uses this room like ever. Mm. Um, and that it maybe is just here to look like a well-used break room. Um, <laughs> on the left is the big expansive office that I'm sure FP described mm -hmm. to you when he came to meet with the vaults before. Um, this one has a large frosted glass window on the outside of the tower. This is one of the few true windows on summit tower. Um, the glass, I mean, it's a privacy window, but it's, it's over there. And the inside of the room is a sort of scattering of boxes and you are actually hidden behind them. There's a wall of boxes that has been arrayed on one side of the room that are perhaps to go out or something like that. They're loaded onto push carts and things like that. And then through them, if you kind of like stand on tiptoes or peek around the corner or whatever, there's also another stack of boxes that's further into the room. That stack of boxes is being loaded into the floor. There's like a trap door in the carpet that those boxes are being placed inside of. And working on this, there are three silver tongues, three shadow warriors, and a short figure facing away from you in a... Uh, leather jacket and a pointy hat that's got a hole in it. I'm going to clear the tension pool. So all in all, seven people. Wow. Yes. Uh, Gunner is going to thieves can't hand signal to the rest of the group. Uh, he'll say first idea that comes to mind is Grab the little one, pull him out, toss a grenade, leave. <laughs> well, if we want to distract the one guard, we could start banging hammers on things. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that matters quite as much. Um, I believe we bop the little guy first. So, we go in, bop, run, explode. <laughs> I can bop him from here. How? Oh. My gun. <laughs> gonna shoot him. Bop! Bop with a <laughs> small metallic projectile. <laughs> uh, non non lethally. How much? How much do you think you're gonna hurt him? Fifty caliber. Can you do it in the foot? I am quite precise. I could shoot him non lethally. It will hurt a lot. But as I understand, that is the desired effect, to break one's mind free. Uh, I think you're right, but logistically, if you shoot him, isn't one of us going to have to go in there, grab him, bring him out? Yes, but if he is bopped, he could be on our side. Although it does yes, occur to me, he, may be he does not recognize any of us, because he does That's not know true. any of us. I'm sure if we just tell him we're with Fox, he'll come. This is all going to hap happen extremely fast. So, it's going to be shoot, grab, 
immediately tell we're with Fox. Run. Toss grenade. I believe we should interject a distraction into that as well. Perhaps, my little buddy, it's time for him to disconnect the battery. Mm. Distract. Shoot. Grenade. Extract. Perhaps. Uh, Barkley, I'm going to go on uh, another patrol that way, uh, you know, he doesn't get on our case. I'll, I'll, I'll take the heat for this. Uh, I'm going to go on a patrol so I can talk to people on, uh... <laughs> They're using sign language, I think. Yeah, you don't know yeah, what we we're are. saying. We're, we're well, just saying. I know. Uh, it's oh, okay, just, you it's just have something else to say? Okay, yeah. that's fine. Um, yeah, Fox wanders off. Um... <clears throat> it would be much Man, easier uh, to get the King of Diamonds if it weren't in the middle of the deck. Whoa, um, <laughs> maybe just uh, maybe I just gotten a King of Hearts instead. I would have won that game. Could you give me a, a translation gonna... of what you mean by that? <laughs> uh. Maybe, maybe just go up to him and bop him and we could, <laughs> you know, convert him and hopefully just make it look like an accident. Though I don't know how well Jeb's going to take coming out of my control in the middle of that kind of scenario. But if you could just bop him and be like, oh, sorry, <laughs> drop my hammer. DM, can we see in the room from where we're at? No, you have to like lean or like okay. look through little cracks in the in the stack of boxes and such. Gotcha. Hunter's um, gonna hand signal to FP like, don't talk too loud. That, that every time you speak out loud, even if it's quiet at all, there's a chance. Affirmative. Um, can I peek and see like what Jeb has on his person? <sighs> sure, I'll give you two options. Um, you can stay completely hidden and you can roll perception with disadvantage or you can sort of like, you know, move a couple boxes aside and kind of wedge yourself in where you're a little bit exposed, but you can roll a normal perception. Uh, I'll do perception with disadvantage and remain hidden. Okay. Oh, man. What'd you 11. Get? No. He's facing away from you. Mm. He's probably so, got everything tucked under his coat. All you coat. can see is the, the hat poking up and the big coat that's kind of like draped out onto the floor. Yeah. I guess I'll just have to leave the next card game up to fate. <laughs> Good luck, guys. I don't know what situation you're in, but... <laughs> Alright, pups. That's about it for this, this haul. Let's go ahead and get this out to the elevator. Shadow creatures, you want to go ahead and clear the path for us? Gun- you hear footsteps. Gunner's gonna sign. Uh, on my mark, I will. I like I cipher of light soon. Then bop. That's that's Gunner's <laughs> signal. Uh, Bruiser will signal back. Maybe shadows of light or warriors of yeah. Shadow warriors will go before Jeb and that's, get him. Then Gunner will sign back. Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, you hear some, and uh, it's actually past you at the end of the hall. 
the three shadow warriors have teleported to the, um, the elevator or the reticulator area. Um, they, they materialized either behind a little plant or in little shadowy corners. Um, but the three of them materialize or under a desk maybe, but they, they materialize out there, stand up and they are looking towards the reticulators. They are not looking back at you. So now it's Jeb Bob, and three, man. um, uh, silver tongues. Have they passed where we're hiding yet? Not yet, but they're like, you know, kind of swinging the carts into position and stuff. So they haven't seen you through the wall of boxes, but they're exactly opposite you hands on the carts. I'll, I'll say, okay. General wants a sign on my mark. I will light cipher them and you guys bop and take care of them. Deal. Affirmative. Gunner will count down three, two, one, mock. And then so what he's going to do is he's going to dash as fast as he can to get as close as he can to get like a good. Okay. How far away from each other are the shadow shadow creatures? If he used a cipher of light, could he get all of them in the radius? Yeah, it's a lobby. They're in immediate distance of each other. Okay, so Gunner... So one cipher of light could hit them all. Gunner is going to toss... Like, activate the cipher of light and toss it like a flashbang into the their their vicinity. Okay. Um, so you activate this bright cipher of light. You throw it into their vicinity. Uh, they go... <laughs> and kind of hiss and spin around. Um, but they do not teleport. Um, they seem to be, like, a little bit surprised, a little bit stunned. They have not taken an action. Okay, his next move that he will want to do is start attacking them, like, with the, at, at range right now with his short bow, but, like, if he's able to do that, like, yeah. Gunner's going for the shadow creatures. Yes. Okay. Um, what about the other two? Uh, when he says that, Bruiser's um, running to Jeb and just gonna, like, bop him with his fist. On okay, are you going through the boxes? Like, because, you know, there's this wall of boxes in front of you. Are you, like, diving through it, or...? Like, how are you getting past uh, them? Yeah. Okay, so you're just going to, like, knock boxes out of the way. You don't Could even you care. You're just it? trying to get to Jeb. Well, he's going to... Well, yeah, can I fly? Is there enough space to fly over? Uh, you know what? Let's find out. Let's roll attention die and ask. <laughs> yes, there's enough space to fly over. That is the sixth tension die, I think. So I will clear the tension pool. Um, but yes, Bruiser, you are able to fly over the boxes. Um, in fact, you're so swift about it that, like, even the, the three... Um, the the three silver tongues don't like they notice you, but they don't have time to react or try and like snatch you out of the air or anything like that. Yeah. You fly over and look down at the pointy-hatted mole folk on the other side. Um, FP, what are you doing? Um, I will pull my rifle out from under my uniform because I am very skinny okay. and tubular, and my rifle is very yep. skinny and tubular. That's totally tubular, dude. It's totally tubular, dude. <laughs> and um, yeah, dude. I'm going to just like push it, push the barrel in between a crack of two of the uh, of the boxes, and kind of go and like push to the left and white to kind of like make an opening. I said left and white, left and right to make an I know. opening. Left and white. The left and so, <laughs> uh, what hunting shadow creatures? I push my wife away between the boxes and I push it left and white to make an opening. And when I see one, I'm gonna shoot it in the head. Okay, um, I'm gonna clear the tension pull first, and then we're gonna resolve the three actions that are in progress here. So, four, five, six. One complication. Um, so there is a complication here. Uh, Cleo, roll a d4. If it's a four, re-roll. 
Roll a four like eight times. I rolled a four. <laughs> Reroll. I rolled a four. Come on, six more times. You got it. Break the world. I rolled a one. Okay, uh, the gunner is the one affected by the complication. No! Um, I'm going to... Yeah, let's start with Gunner, because he's got the complication going on. So Gunner throws the uh, flashbang to stun the shadow creatures. Then he runs towards the shadow creatures. Uh, no, you're hearing them hiss. I meant, like, right? run, run to uh, get line of sight to shoot at them. Like, like not, oh, okay. not, like, all the way. Like, it's like, all right, I'm now barreling at you. But, you know, yeah. All right, you're at the end of the hallway cool. looking towards the shadow creatures. Um, you, As you get to the end of the hallway, the door kicks open. To that office that the silver tongue was in comes back out and says i told you not to make i told you not to make any noise on it what what are you doing out here and he draws a club from his side and takes a swipe at you he rolled a 24 oof that hits that hits uh he hits you for nine points of damage i'm gonna use uncanny um, dodge to half that yeah, you are. Uh, he hits you for nine points of damage with the club, and um, he's going to use his um, his bonus action disengage um, to step back from you, and that'll conclude that round of things. The next one we'll resolve is, well, we'll have to do these at the same time. Um, Bruiser and FP62, you are doing a two-part gambit to bop Jeb and hopefully knock out some of the silver tongues who are with him. Um, Bruiser, you have flown over the boxes and you dive down towards Jeb. You have just enough yes. time to realize as you barrel into Jeb and go straight through him that something's not right. Uh, as FP pushes the boxes to the side and feels his rifle stick to the boxes, the horde mimic lashes out with uh, its <gasps> pseudopod and grapples FP 62. Uh, FP you find yourself both adhered to the pile of boxes and taking bludgeoning damage. Um, the bludgeoning damage attack roll is a, Oh shoot. Uh, it's a lot. Uh, it definitely hits you. Um, and that deals 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Um, and you are grappled by the mimic with an escape DC of 16 until this grapple ends. You are counted as restrained ability checks made to escape. This grapple have disadvantage. Um, bruiser, you are, yes. you, you figured out that something's not right. You've disbelieved the illusion. And so you, uh, you know that Jeb is not there and you know that the three silver tongues are not there, but at the same time as you're coming to your senses, you feel, um, like a, a spray of fine mist kind of, rush across you from the direction of the horde mimic and you make a dc 14 dexterity saving throw okay here we go uh that's a natural 20. natural 20 um you do not take any damage and you are not blinded uh good for you um yay and that brings us around to Bruiser, and it doesn't matter, or not Bruiser, to Gunner, and it doesn't matter what you do, your attack passes through the three shadow creatures because they are illusory. Um, so you realize that they are also not there. In their place, you see a sort of, like a, a fading down or a powering down of an image of some kind. Uh, if uh, Gunner turns around, is the Silver Tongues guy from the office? Is he real? Yes, he's real. He's still got his club out. Gunner, uh, 
before he attacks anymore or something, he's gonna like uh, gone bad. It's gone bad. It's gone very bad. Um, and he's going to uh, then, I guess, uh, shoot an arrow at the at the silver tongues guy. Unless he's in melee range, then he'll sl- sl- slice at him. Okay, um, he disengaged from you, so you'd have to step forward to hit him, but you can do either way. He's only, like, a couple feet away from you. Okay, Gunner will step forward and, and, and take Slice out his, at him. his uh, sword. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you hit him. Are you trying to knock him out or kill him? Uh, trying to kill him. I got a nat 20. Okay, you kill him. Okay. <laughs> he falls over dead on the ground. These are, I, I think I told you this before, but in case I didn't chat, um, in, in the spirit of heists, there are lots of low health mooks and a handful of high hit point, like, boss fight type things. Um, one of those high hit point boss fight things has adhered to FP six two, but it is FP's move. Um, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> um, uh. Fox does have a hand up. What's up, Fox? Uh, DM have yep. have obviously probably come back to the hut, and I'm sitting here with Barkley. Uh, have we heard anything over the radio? Just. That was the heard gunner. It's gone bad. It's gone very bad. I've heard gunners over my radio, but I meant over the security radio. No, mm-hmm. you've not heard anything over the security radio. Hmm. I just. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I should have cleared the um, pool first. There we go. Gunner, I think. I don't think it's gone bad. We just fell for uh, a ruse. There was no alarm triggered. Uh, not that we know of, but I think the people who want to know we're here know we're here. Um, <clears throat> Gunner, Gunner. I mean, if if we're depending on whatever the turnout order is, Gunner's next move is going to be trying it's to FP's help. turn. Yeah, yeah. It seems really quiet here, Barkley. I'm going to try. I'm going to try my strength check to pull away from this thing, but it's not going to be very good. I am not a very strong robot. But I rolled really good. Uh, I rolled a 19. That's 23. With a stink, you are able to unstick your rifle and maybe some of your arm from the now no longer pile of boxes. Now it's just, you know, all teeth and, and anger and, and acidic drool. Okay, bonus action um, disengage and yourself. then move my entire yep. distance to get away from it. Okay, so you actually make it to, um, to Gunner at the end of the corridor. Um, you, you know, a carpeted corridor. You make it down to the end of it. So now Bruiser is alone behind the um, the Mimic, which has shot some kind of spray or mist or something at him. Uh, could I make my way toward, like, dash, disengage towards uh, the other two? Uh, you would have to... Oh, I guess you could disengage across it. I see what you're saying. Yes. So you fly over it, use your disengage to avoid provoking the attack of opportunity, um, and then fly the rest of the way down the hall. Sure. Yes. Uh, you do that. I believe that's the best a really bad situation has ever gone for us. The mimic has turned back into a cart of boxes and is wheeling off of its own accord towards you, ricketing down the corridor. Squeak, 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 squeak. Particular. As it rushes towards the two of you. Uh, it It's wheels, you know, scattering over the carpet as it, as it builds up speed and momentum until it tries to ram into the group of you. I'd like a dexterity save from each of you. Okay. 25 DC to beat is well that's high enough wow. for sure dc the dice love dc to beat to 22 that's another natural 20 another natural 20 wow Dang, 16 you're killing it 
Uh, you bruiser not only gets out of the way, but is fast enough to snatch FP six, two out of harm's way as the cart comes hurtling down the hallway. Um, it slams into the, um, wall, like where the reticulators are. It's made it the whole way to the end of the lobby and has actually dazed itself. It like it's stuck halfway between its cart image and its normal mimic body. And it seems to have adhered by accident to the wall and it's kind of stuck there. It'll unstick itself in a round or so. Well, let's uh, bash it till it dies. <laughs> <laughs> or can't while it's do down. We leave. <laughs> what? Do we go up What'd a floor? Well, let's. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, do how we how to kill it? how fast is it? Uh, Gunner will put his obelisk in the reticulator thing. And be like, if it gets here fast enough, I'll, otherwise, I'm down to just take it out. How fast does a reticulator get up here? Do we have any idea? It's it's silent and smooth. Okay. You have no indication. Okay. You know it's moving, let's, let's, but you have no idea let's, how. Let's just kill it. Uh, Gunner will will take out his sword and start slight hacking at it, basically. At the, at the mimic. Okay, if all of you are attacking it, uh, between the three of you, all getting a sneak. Well, you can't really sneak attack him. Well, we but can. Still, I think you all are probably able to dispatch like it. Our allies are nearby. Like we could flank it. Flank. I, I was mostly yeah. thinking about whether a mimic has a vulnerable point to exploit, mm. um, but that's fine. It, like I was saying, I don't think it actually matters. I think between the three of you, you're able to okay. kill it. So you you successfully kill the mimic, um, and as the mimic dies, the inside the sort of fake chest that you know a mimic its normal shape looks somewhat like a treasure chest. Inside the the body, you see a cipher that has been like all it's corroded and acided and destroyed. Um, but you can barely make out the runes of major image on it. Mm. I wouldn't count it out that we've well, been, yes, fooled. we've definitely been fooled, been bamboozled, but I wouldn't count out the fact that, the uh, the things that we definitely don't want to know we're here. They, they definitely know we're here. Um, they don't know that yet. They would have to come to this level to check. I may not be superstitious, but I'm not dumb. They they know we're here. Thirty seventh floor, and the doors open up. The elevator is empty that you summoned. Particulator, dang it! Wash broke me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what floor do we want to try next? I think we need to go to the forty seventh floor, and I will reiterate the description of what was on there. The, the 47th floor is an innocuous office building, but above it, uh, there were some massive amounts of machinery, batteries, and artificery going on a table that, had, that were all pointed at a table with something that I could not see on it. If we take the verticulator to the 47th floor, I could have my little buddy... Uh, investigate a little closer. He was just at the max range previously. Okay. I mean, after what just happened, anyone's guess is as good as mine as to where we should go next. Let's, let's, let's try it. <clears throat> hey, Barkley. You have, uh, have you, have, I heard Pebbles has been up to the top penthouse have you been up there is the the view good he said there was good things about it but he didn't tell me about the view 
Nah, I just work down here, man. Don't don't send me up that articulator. You think I got all day to stand around in a articulator? I'm trying to sit. Ah, there you go. <laughs> That's fair enough. Smart guy, Barkley. Smart yeah, guy. you know you got a bum leg. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is why I switched for the gate. But don't tell nobody. We could go to the penthouse. Uh, that's another good spot, but if if the laboratory is closer, we might as well check that first. I would like to use an ocean. While we're um, back at the table, drafting up the map and plotting out where different things are, um, Fox, we have these keys from Sir Topham Sav. When you're making your rounds... Could you investigate to see if you can ascertain where they might be connected to? I could try investigating, but I'm a little worried that, you know, if I if I personally go try using the keys, they might catch on to me. No, not using the but, keys, just determining oh. if they go to anything here. Whether through rumors or through laying your actual eyes on, um, it would be a secondary objective. Yeah. Let me give that shot uh, my next shift. Roll investigation with disadvantage. Would this count as my ocean then? Uh, no, we're still... But well, I don't I'm know. Okay you can decide burning whose ocean it, it is. If, and even if he rolls okay. the dice. Like, I'm okay with burning okay. mine. Ooh, 19. A 19. Uh, Fox, you are not able to get into the penthouse. Um, the sure. As the new guy, like there are rules about when the new guys can go to the sensitive floors and you are just not new enough to go to the sensitive floors. But right. you are able to hear rumors of some of the really like secure like vaults and and safety precautions that are around the tower because one of the things you have to do for your job is memorizing the layout and the security things that are in right. the tower and there's too many of them for you to know all of them which is why you don't know them all right now but sure. you do pay extra close attention to where the lock boxes and vaults are within the tower you know that there is a um there's a massive vault in the summit banking guilds section of the tower remember they've got four floors somewhere in there is a vault the Bright World Company has a vault. Private Security Goon Central has a vault. Sir Topham Sav has a personal vault on the penthouse level. Um, the hotel has a vault for like high value objects that guests don't feel safe keeping in their own rooms. And the accounting department has a vault. That's five. You have no idea where the sixth um, key goes. Okay, so just to clarify, that was hotel... Uh, Sir Topham's Keys has uh, the Bright World Company, mm -hmm. um, the Summit Banking Guild, Summit Banking Guild, and Private Security Goods Central. Okay, so each each major company in the building. Yes. Gotcha. And we don't know where the six go. We gotcha. do not. All right. And that costs one ocean. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to. Um, put us back in the, the group conversation screen here and give you guys a couple of uh, low pressure 
uh, moments where I'm not going to roll the tension die or anything for you to discuss what to do next because both of you are at in-between points where Fox has worked out an easy way to get a way to talk to you and the three of you are on a floor where everyone is dead, but it seems like no alarms mm. have gone off. So um, I'm going to set a timer to let you discuss what you want to do next because it's a big, important heist. I'm going to set a timer of five actual minutes on my phone and you can discuss away. So we've taken the mimic chest and are hiding it in the abandoned uh break room also gonna step away really quick and while we're in there yes. we're kind of discussing things and we're taking and we took the dead body and are hiding yeah. it in the break room as well yeah um i mean we have a couple leads but i think we should try to all regroup this could be a multiple day heist we could just leave and come back another day another shift. there another were some too there were significant documents uh, tracking positions and locations of items of import in the room that that silver tongue was in. It is no longer occupied. Perhaps we could inquire some information about vault item locations and potentially where Jeb might have hid them or have some sort of connection there. Again, there is also perfect. the 48th floor that had machinery of very great import. I do not like to think it but perhaps they are doing something to Jeb. I think those are all possibilities. DM. I think the documents are a great start. Will you allow me to talk freely with them during this, or should I still be wary? I think Josh implied that you were there with us, that you were able to like you're walk able to around on your break, and that you we re all reconvened okay. on this floor. Okay. Um, in that case, all right, guys. Um. I just if we can figure out where to use one of these keys maybe we can find some clues there but you're right I don't think it gets us closer to Jeb I'm like stuck my own head in this um we knew this wasn't going to be easy I just didn't expect it to be so elaborately a, a juke like that like yeah I've never I've never seen that level of illusion used on a job before is he even in the tower? If they yes. knew that there was a possibility we would be here and thus left an illusion to lure him, or sorry, lure us to him, there's a. Well, they had no way of knowing which floor we'd go to. Still, why would they. So they had to have set up several of these, like, illusionary areas. I think, I think it's possible that they knew that this floor would be a go to because we knew we'd been, you know, we'd, we knew that this is where they took. The vault, the previous vaults, things. Yeah, it is what he is assigned to. I mean, for all we know, Jeb might not even be here. That's anymore. yeah. It That's what like I'm trying to get at. Saying, yeah. The what are the chances are that the batteries are a decoy as well to alert the forty seventh floor? Hmm. If it is something that we I would be, it is out in the open, very plain and easy to get to. Um, and it's something that we could have sabotaged in the past at other places. Well, then we're already compromised. I'm back. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. We're trying to think one step ahead, um, Bruiser. So, um, 
But we already investigated those. No, he's, he's, he means if at. we destroy any batteries, then they'll immediately know it's us. But they'll think that we were destroying the batteries, so they probably wired them to send a message. That's what he's getting at. That's what FP's getting at. So if that's the case, then let's skip destroying the batteries as they think that we'll fall into. Because right now, I'll be honest, we haven't really shown the most... <sighs> kind of blundered through a lot of our jobs. I believe we are trusting too much. We have an MO We must point. distrust everything and think that everything is a trap. So I, I think it's... At this point, it is. ...worth trying to investigate those three floors because they're all conjoined. But how to get to them? Because, I mean, approaching any one of those floors from the front is going to be a hassle. I mean, you guys with your current disguises... Depending on what kind of notification system they had set up on this floor, you might be able to still keep going with these disguises for a short time. Maybe we can check out those three floors uh, by you guys entering in through the office level. And there's a stairwell in the back that connects those floors. I don't know. Perhaps, maybe we can figure out something with that. Perhaps we need to set a distraction they would not anticipate or that they did not prepare. Bruiser, hmm. could you set an explosive on this floor? And maybe we could use it as a way to trick them into thinking that we fell for the mimic trap, thus diverting their attention here while we sneak elsewhere. Um, I think I would be the one you'd want to do that. But yeah, I think we could do that. I yeah. thought I said Gunner. I am sorry. No, it's all right. <laughs> um... We sound I mean, voice, voices wise, we don't, but uh, name wise, yeah. Well, um, you look different, Bruce, uh, Gunner. I did it again. <laughs> I mean, I could use my my disguise voice if you want, but I don't think that's fair. How much longer does your disguise last? Uh, well, it lasts for a whole hour, um, and it's we know it's been at least twenty minutes. You've got about thirty minutes left. We're about halfway done. Very good. Um. Maybe set the explosive as a last-ditch resort to pull attention away, but I don't know. I think the longer we can go... That's kind of our MO. The longer... It doesn't matter where it we is, can necessarily. go without bringing attention that anything is wrong, I think the better. Chat says maybe there's a way to do the pickpocket trick where you make it look like you have the prize so they check and see if it was taken, and then you see them check their pockets. Mm. Also, we're back to the passage of time mattering, which is why I'm really... That's a fun, fun idea, Chad. We Bruiser. could disguise one of you. You are yes. the same size as Jebediah. Relatively. Close enough that you wouldn't be very large like Fox was when he mimicked his shape. Perhaps we could disguise yes. self on you. Gunner would like to use an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> So, back when Gunner was selecting his ciphers and his loadout for this adventure, Gunner, you know, snagged a, a disguised self-cipher. He looked at it, put it on his belt. And then he thought for another second and was like, well, if I need a big disguise, perhaps I'll need to refresh it again if we take a long time, or perhaps we run into a situation where we need to change disguises. So, I'm just gonna grab another one just in case, and if I need to pay for it, that's fine. 
Is this replacing something else in your loadout? If I need to pay for it, that's fine. Alright, it's replacing something else in your loadout. No, I mean if I need to pay money. I know, but you only- I mean, unless you don't have oh, yeah. two other ciphers, gotcha. like, you have three slots oh, and for if ciphers. I, and if I need carry. to toss away a cipher of well, silence, he has then a that's loot fine. Slot, oh. right? He has the loot that's slots. True. You could put the loot slot. You could use it there. And if I DM. have to use a loot slot, that's fine. <laughs> DM. Spend one ocean. What are the ciphers that are on that, uh, or are there any ciphers on that silver tongue body that we have in the room here with us? Two ciphers of major image remain. Ooh. Yoink. We can do and some fun yoink. with that. I was wondering if you were ever going to investigate yep. the body. Is there anything <laughs> else on him? Could Aside I... from the club? No. Can, can Bruiser go back to the room he was in and investigate that room? Sure. Uh, all of the drawers and the papers in it are illusory. The silver tongue was lying exclusively okay. in wait for you lot. Okay. Oh, dang. This is good. Well, I do have another cipher of disguised self. And as he says oh, that, find one other like thing, bends over you and find one like, other thing in there. Um, the other thing find? you find in there is a, a radio, like a communication cipher, the same one that the security guards are carrying. It was sitting okay. on one of the I'm, desks. I'm going to take it and just hold on okay. to it. Maybe, if, maybe hear chatter if anything comes mm -hmm. up. Mm. Is Fox up with us or is Fox still down below? Yeah, when you said we we were kind of confused of like you meant Oh, I just meant Fox down below on the guard shift can always be like, I'm gonna go do another round and like walks out like you were doing before to talk to them. Okay, so I'm still just talking through the earpiece, not actually Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. I hold up one of the uh, ciphers and I say hmm. I have found Jebediah Peppermint. Oh. Well. Oh, that yes works. you have. And I get to use my disguise longer if I want. <laughs> As a reminder, the duration of major image is only 10 minutes. That is correct. Wait. Then that if that's the case, then how was it? The guy recognized us. Ah, uh, well, no, that we heard the sound right when we opened the door. But they knew we were coming up. How did they know? What happened How to those shadow illusion? warriors? They disappeared as well. They were part of the illusion. Oh, okay. They were illusion. I get the feeling that they've... Could I investigate the um, Vaticulator again for any surveillance devices? You sure can. Roll investigation. Fox, mm -hmm. um, as you're returning from your most recent building round that you do... Um, your your comrade who i believe you named barkley yes um barkley says you've been doing an awful lot of rounds for a guy who's got a limp <sighs> well I, I don't know that what, what are you really up to man barkley if you want to want me to be honest with you that's um, exactly what i want Vars uh <laughs> gave me a chewing out when i when i asked for this um now that I realize he might be checking in in once in a while, well, I, I told him that I needed to, you know, I wouldn't keep the job if I didn't really figure something out with the bum leg. So my physical therapist said that I need to exercise and walk more often. And if I want to keep this job, then gosh darn it, that's what I'm going to have to do. And I'd 
rather walk around a couple buildings, you know, just a couple of times every once in a while rather than having to do a patrol all night. That's a pretty good excuse. Uh, roll your deception. Do I get advantage? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's still suspicious. That's pretty He's good. It's a, a non-nat 20. Physical therapy, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much, much what my PT tells me to do for my knee as well. All right, whatever. If you want, and we can take it, turns. He lets it pass. <laughs> um, we cut back up to three, the the crew of three, the trio, if you will. I got a uh, 17 on my investigation. Uh, there's no surveillance devices that you can see that are in the room or mounted to the reticulators. Okay. How did they? Maybe it was outside. Whatever it was, they knew they were coming. The, they knew we were coming. Maybe it was proximity activated. Yeah. Perhaps just just they knew that the next person to enter would be us. Maybe. Or maybe it was on a loop. Maybe they just know who enters and when. Well, that's not good for us, is it? Does know. the no, silver it's, tongue it's, have? No, it's not good for us at all. Does the silver tongue have a ruby ID? Yes, I take it. Okay. Perhaps we can use this to move through the reticulators for the time being. That sounds good. So what floor? Well, hmm. we want to make sure when you step into the. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. We want to make sure wherever we go, that will be visible. That our illusion is that we have. Well, okay. Oh, mm. oh. <laughs> DM. Um, yep. I would like to walk into the reticulator and yeah. jack into the panel with the numbers on it. Okay. Um, that's that makes sense. Can I uh, roll? What are you trying to do? Can I ascertain if it's possible for me to control whether it starts and stops? Like, could I stop this between floors? You could stop it between floors while it was in motion, but you wouldn't be able to like, I want to go to a floor, blah. Like you can just, it, you know, on and off basically. Right. If that makes any like sense. I, so I like could essentially have to hit start the emergency red, stop or like the pause. Yes. You could start it with the red obelisk and then stop it at some point. Okay. I can, what if we get in the verticulator and approach the 48th floor? I will stop the reticulator between floors and we can recon with the spider to see what is going on in that area. Okay. Then like we can that. choose whether we take the bottom, middle, or top floor, the 47th, 48th, or 49th. Um, there are potential possibilities on the boring office floor underneath on the 47th, but that gives us some room for flexibility and spying on traps. And it and it sounds like I mean to me, if we have this illusion, we use it to appear as though we have Jeb. Like we get into a spot where they can pretty easily see us, or we can or, be spotted. Or, or are you disguising me, or are you we using? What if image? we lob a a what is 
A. What if we lob a gunner special into the floor, <laughs> cause a distraction, and then create an image of us and Jebediah leaving into the verticulator and going down, but we stay behind. And, and we stay behind and we stay hidden by our own skills or by... Yes. In the distraction of the oh, skill. gunner special. All right. I mean, in the, on this floor here. It will last ten minutes, um, but it can happen instantly. So I say we assess the situation the first for the passage of time. Well. Cruiser. So, I will yes. hand him one of the major images, one of the major image ciphers. Okay. I do not understand the ways of social interaction, so I will give this to you. Perhaps we could send ourselves and Jeb into the floor to confuse them. You can control this sight and sound and motion when it is in play you want them to just you want the images of us to go through the floor or into the reticulator i am having a hard time conveying what i am thinking we either cause a distraction and cause an image to make it appear like we are escaping or what if we send an image of us and jeb into no that is not good i do not know i need help with this idea <laughs> <coughs> i was thinking so my thought when we were talking about this was we go up cause distraction then we use the image to go into the reticulator and we send it down but we stay behind hiding and see what they do and their reaction yes i think that was what i originally thought until I complicated it. I think you are correct. I think simple is better. And my question is, are we doing that on this floor? Or are we doing that on one of the upper floors that we were just talking about? We will do it, we will do it in floor. the reticulator once we get some intel from my little buddy. Yes. All right. Let's go. All right. Fox, what are you, what are you, what are you thinking about that? All of that. Are you still down there? <laughs> Pretty, uh, it would be a good time for me. you to join. Um, do you mind if I go use the bathroom? I do not. Whatever makes you ready. <laughs> Roll persuasion with disadvantage. Because you've been going on so many building rounds, it seems like it would be obvious. You could just go on a, on a building round. Man, this guy's rolling really poorly. <laughs> uh, oh, Barkley. I rolled lowly, but lowly is still a 21. Yeah, Barkley just doesn't have it. Whatever it is, Barkley doesn't have it. Um, he's like... It's the night shift. Yeah, go ahead. I got you. Whatever. Oh, thank you. Uh, I might be... Well, I'm sorry. Uh... Ooh, yeah, all right. I'll... Not time to explain, and I'm just going to run off. 
to the bathroom. Sure. Uh, what? Where? Where is the bathrooms normally at? Like, where's the uh, main there's break one, area? There's so there is a floor that is like the break room. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say there is a floor that is the bathroom. <laughs> It's <laughs> just the whole no, floor. There's a, there's a break room. That's floor. It's got floor. like a cafeteria, a little game room, you know, a lounge area with some couches and stuff. Um, um some cheap snacks, you know, like the powdered donuts that are not from any brand. Oh, donut that, tube that donuts. Kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Uh I'll go to the uh the break room first. Sure. You go to the break room and I roll well actually you can have the complication I rolled when I cleared the tension pool. Um, you head up to the break room and as you walk into the break room, you see, um, a, oh, let's see here. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> it's hard to, some, some of these complications are not quite as applicable to every situation as I thought they oh, were. No. So I'm just trying to <laughs> figure out how to donuts make this that fly. stick to the paper. Yeah, really. Man, this break um, room's really foggy. I can't really see who's in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you walk it's into the break cats. room and um you're you're because you're a slightly different size for your disguise, um, your leg kind of trips you up because your one leg doesn't change sizes. So even though it might you know, you might be standing or posturing mm. in such a way where it looks like it's uh right. it's normal, it it isn't and I you, trip like you kinda, heading out of the elevator on the lip. Yeah, you you trip okay. heading out of the verticulator and you kind of fall and, and don't catch yourself very well and everybody looks over at you. Oh. Uh, you also take two hit points of damage. God's above. Yeah, all right there. Fuck verticulators. Uh I look up who's I'm sorry. I just had the mental image. I'm not sure if you know the meme of like the little frog kid falling over those McNuggies on the ground and looking up. <laughs> <laughs> but I just had that image. Oh, yeah. How many people are like, what, how, like what kind of rank, what kind of people are looking down on me right now? Should I be showing respect or are these like the same? There, there's like 14 or 15 people of a variety of ranks. And for the benefit of this scene, I would like the other three players to also play unimpressed, like other workers in the in this room who, are, who just watch you fall particulators oh, 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 am i right <laughs> watch your step <laughs> mind the gap did you just not train at all no i just got you know just who's the really dumb unfortunate all right <laughs> oh, watch He's out right. lame must be his your first day or tied. something oh it's all right very funny very funny okay like none of you have ever tripped down nope, some never stairs once. once in your life. Never. Nope. Never. never done it. Haven't tripped. You've never tripped. What's wow. a stair? <laughs> I'm the tripper, not the tripper. Look at you know us. What? We're the untripped ones. I now. came here for a reason, and that was for <laughs> some peace and quiet in the bathroom. And that's what I'm gonna go do. Don't that's be the tripping. Only place you're gonna find peace and quiet here. Don't. He's gonna come out wet, boys. <laughs> Don't go to the bathroom here. Oh my god. Hope it comes That's... out peacefully and quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but just Jake's like <laughs> like after every line. Fuck particulators fucking trip fucking I'm just head to the bathroom in a huff. It's gotta be hard being old, not getting used to new tech. 
God. Yeah. You you don't know how easy you have it these days. So. Yeah, no, uh, not That's falling great. down. It's really hard. <laughs> uh, okay, Fox, you eventually go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. I, I Once I'm done using the bathroom, uh, I'm going to head back to the elevator and uh, <laughs> see you uh, forsaken another day, perhaps. And uh, I'm going to hit the elevator button, but instead of going down, I'm going to go up. Okay. Uh, once I'm inside. You go up. Uh, and assuming the other group waited for you, you meet up with them on the 37th floor. Yep. Where a dead mimic yep. is kind of stinking up one corner. And <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. I guess uh, I could be your escort. <coughs> should you need one. Why are you using your character voice? <coughs> uh, sorry, can, it's like a little bit of method acting. Method acting, you know. Like. I mean, you don't see me talking, talking like I can't. I can't even do it. Oh, right there now. he is. <laughs> well, you know, it it just it helps me. You do you, I'll do me. You know. You heard our plan, right? Fox? Yes, I I've heard the plan. Um, Why is the front of your boot <sighs> scuffed? <sighs> <laughs> it's not a big deal. You know, you know how boots are. They get scuffed. I do not wear boots. <laughs> it happens. Well, no, I don't. Most of the time. Uh, listen, it's not, it's not important. Sometimes you know, my rocky toes get scuffed, but mm. it's not, that, yeah, it's not important. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's not important. Any, anyway, anyway, uh, unrelated. Um, uh, so, do we perhaps want to go up to then the 48th, maybe stop it just outside of it, and maybe see what's there before we commit to anything? Yeah. That is yep. the plan. That's the Let's plan. Let's do it. All right. You said you knew the plan. Well, it made it sound like you guys were going to just go do it. So <laughs> we were going to do the plan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we do scouting before we commit to the plan. Yeah, All right. Everybody. That was, exactly. that was part the of elevator. the plan. Yes. There was the caveat that we would scout first well, in case the plan we might cancel was the a plan. bad idea. Yes. That was part of the plan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. You're right. Just to all according to plan. I like that we pretend that we plan these. Just to reiterate <laughs> the plan, so that we are all on the same page. We are going into the reticulator, up to the 47th yes. floor, where I will stop it in between floors. Then I will do some reconnaissance yes. with little buddy to get some more information. Yes, but. If all goes well, the idea is is that we will exit the verticulator, cause a gunner special as a distraction, and then cast major image from the cipher to cause us to leave and go down, or to appear to leave and go down the verticulator while we hide. Yes. 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 See, Fox, that was the plan. All right, let's just get in the elevator, will we? <laughs> What's so elevator? as well. Maybe I Bruiser fixed it have you. advantage or inspiration. I mean, for Bruiser. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna need. DM's really serious about his verticular. <laughs> <laughs> about his vernacular. Vernacular. Um, vernacular. 
Uh, okay, are you using your obelisks or the silver tongue obelisks? The silver tongue obelisks. Silver tongue. I get it, and I also I, I forgot. To, I we were talking about the plan, um, but the silver tongue obelisk does look different than ours, so I think it's does it? a better option. Yeah. How different does it look? Oh, I don't man. know. Let me double check. <laughs> it looks like yours, except the tornado that like is sort of frozen in the center. It's missing parts, like a spiral staircase that's fallen into disrepair, and different pieces of it are are missing. It's like there's some dots that are kind of spread throughout it instead of the full height. Yeah, weird, yeah. weirdly, it actually looks worse. Yes. Can I analyze the pattern of the missing dots and see if there's like some encoded binary in it? Uh, it looks like maybe it's choosing which floors it's keyed to. Oh, interesting. It looks like it is keyed to specific floors. Are ours keyed to every floor? Um, yours are keyed to a hundred floors. Interesting. There are a hundred and one. Can I tell where uh, the missing floor is? From yours? Yeah. The tornado is complete, so it's either at the bottom or the top. Mm. Hmm. Does it appear the silver tongue one has access to the extra one on the top or bottom? Sure does. Is it the top or well, the bottom? At the top. It's at the top. It's at the top. I assume uh-huh. that would be the penthouse. Maybe that's the more fitting option. Well, this at any rate, we need more information. Let us use this particulator and scout around and see if we can find more intel. All right. Maybe yes. first we investigate those 40-something floors, and then maybe... Well, Is this wait. one keyed to 47? We can scout every floor, right, if we just move the reticulator, but never let it stop at a floor. Yeah. Correct. That is part of the plan. I think scouting the, the whatever that secret top We can do that for is. the whole building. Yeah. So long as my little buddy can transfer between the floors. Oh. Yeah, as a reminder, you're down to like 20 minutes left on the disguise right. self- that is in, in action. Well, I got a second one. So don't and you don't need it, it while we're in the reticulator. True. So what I'm saying is, first we scout out those 40-something floors. Then, I think no matter what, we should try to scout out, if we can, that top, the secret top floor. All right. And I hit number 47 while we're all in the elevator. Which obelisk? Reticula- does reticulator. The, does the silver tongue obelisk have access to the, the Bright World Company floors? too hard to tell from like the ones in the middle because they're spread out it's hard to tell exactly which ones are missing or or there <sighs> at the well, risk of but if you just at the risk of pushing a, a floor that it is not keyed to maybe we should use ours maybe that's how they do is which key we used how they track us you get the sense in the back of your mind that you're really overthinking the dangers that this other obelisk might present and that perhaps well, it could be used more functionally as a clue. Well, you gave us a mimic, so we're paranoid about everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Here's what I think. This obelisk has access to the secret floor that we don't have. I think yes. that means more than likely we're not supposed to get to the secret floor. So, yes. all of that to say... Let's go to the Let's freaking to the secret, secret floor. floor. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you can move your, your little buddy up. Sorry. <clears throat> Are we abandoning yeah. the plan? <laughs> <laughs> no, the plan is to scout as step one, and that's what we're still doing. 
Um, I'm going to instruct my little buddy to try and get closer. Like, I'm not looking through him. I can give him a command. I'm going to instruct him yeah. to to climb up um, and see if he can get up in the corner of a ceiling, like up out of the way somewhere, mm -hmm. um, and get a vantage point on that table and the artificery and, and like, that, that stuff. Yeah, uh, it confirms that it has done so. Okay. Uh, like, I want him to stay there. Like, just, I, I'm going to yeah. go there, and we're going to drive by, and I'm going to look through his eyes and see what's there when we go by. Sounds great. Right. So we're heading to and the top to floor, the then. Floor. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're heading to the yep. top floor, and on the way past, you get a little glimpse through the eyes of your spider friend. I mean, we can um, pause there to watch. Okay. I mean, that's fine, yeah. too. I'm going to give you the whole okay. glimpse. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, yeah. Okay. You're, you're going to see all the things that you see. Um, you see okay so there is um three large tables as you saw from beneath um only one of the tables has anything on it and the other two tables it actually looks like all of their machinery has been equally sort of cannibalized to add into the um the machinery over just the one table in the center that was the wrong button ignore that tension die um we'll just clear them uh that's supposed to be this um okay so all of the power has been drawn to the center, to this central table workspace thing, and a bunch of artificers and engineers are gathered around it with notes and different ciphers in their hands and specialty tools. And at the center of the table is a cloth wrapping that has been peeled back to reveal a, uh, a small baton carved of ivory that is laying on the table. And it seems like all manner of destructive energy is being moved towards it. These artificers are attempting to destroy the, um, the, the small baton that is laying on the table. Um, you can see fire and smoke and thunder and all kinds, you know, they've got their hearing protection on and their safety glasses and some blast shields that have been moved into place and things like that. And from what you can see, um, this round of the experiment has been building up for some time. There's a lot of scrapped plans and things that have been thrown about the room. Um, but they, they seem like they're getting to the point now where they're clearing up debris around the table, which to you looks like maybe they are getting ready to run another round of the experiment. And that's what you see. This is it, oh it's two stories, but it's actually one floor. Like, you know, it's it's just 20 feet tall yeah. instead of 10 feet tall. Oh, dear. It appears they have a piece of the rod of seven parts. And they are trying to destroy it by inflicting it with all sorts of destructive cipher based magic. And it appears that they are you sure it's not a mimic? I, no. I don't think the ruse is that is that thick. I don't. I... It's bigger than twenty feet, so you know it's not um, mm. major. I guess it could be a mimic. It's not major image. We do not know, um, but that is what I saw in there. It seems like these floors are large and connected too. So, it sounds to me priority one: extract Jib. Priority two, extract rod. I don't know, guys. This. I don't know. What do you not know? 
one of the radio obelisk i guess two you have two now um both of them uh it looks like one of the reticulators has stuck or, or jammed up or something about halfway up the building can we get someone for maintenance up there and then a few seconds later yeah i'll, I'll get rid of that gunner let them know that we are already dispatched to take care of it uh, actually, we have already gotten onto the verticulator. We were actually, us maintenance workers here were actually on when it was stopped. We are currently on the case, uh, working on the problem now. We'll check in soon when we have fixed it. What are you doing up that high in the tower? It looks like from our paperwork here that you were sent to the 37th floor. Well, uh, that was part of the malfunction is it actually started going up which uh, <laughs> was not exactly what we intended it to do. So, so good. we'll get it fixed. Roll deception with advantage. That was the um, best that's argument. really good. Ever. That was so clear. <laughs> or so clean. That's what I'm trying to say. 26. <laughs> well, we're glad you're on the elevator, that, the reticulator then, uh, and you should uh, go ahead and take a look at that. And if you can get that reticulator working, go ahead and take that thing back down to the ground floor for us. We'll decommission that one. We got three others, and that way we can pull that one out and make sure there's nothing wrong under the hood. Will do. Thank you much. Great. So now we have to switch reticulators wow. and then send this one to the ground floor. And uh, negative. Might be able. I say we keep we going up as the diagnostic <laughs> process. Exactly. Yes. Uh, it's broken. It's going up. So <laughs> we will just make short stops to make it look like we're fixing it. Yeah, I think that works. Fox, as one of the founders, yes. you were saying something. You were. You were. You. Uh, are looking for these rods, correct? This is a company goal. That's the problem, right? These rods, they're potentially the key to ridding the world of these abolites. Then it would make sense that this is priority one. But if we don't get Chep now, we might never get a chance to get Chep again. What about the rods? I know about the rods, okay? I'm just... If we... This also might be the only chance to get this piece Correct. of the rod. Correct. If we get Jeb and we do not get the rods, does it matter? It matters to me, damn it. <laughs> matters to me. I mean... Well, when, Jeb when you're in this business, I think uh, your crew, the people you pull these, these jobs with, you know, at the end of the day... That's what matters, you know. Um, so I, I don't know, want to step on any toes or step on any bounds, but Sea Gunner's I got think, my back. I think I think Fox is right. I think you save the crew, I mean, and when you have look, the right crew, a, you can pull anything off. They've been experimenting on it for who knows how long. I, I bet that thing's nearly indestructible. I mean, I could probably destruct it, but you know, they probably couldn't. <laughs> 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 well, I, I hope to God you can, because then that means they have less of a chance of doing so. And hey, <laughs> you're the you're the leader, Fox. This is your call. I don't don't let my uh, interruption or well, mark the floor. Personal down, feelings right? affect your decision. Mark the floor down. If we can't find Jeb, 
it's at least it's a, something we can take with us. Right? It's a, it's a win we can get out of this. And maybe maybe Jeb's not even here, but I I came here for Jeb. I I didn't come here to to find rods to to fight the Abeliths. I came here for Jeb. Now, if I have to get the rod to get to Jeb, that's different, but obviously that's not the case. So, let's let's just keep going. All right, your call. Yes, Let's this responsibility going. is solely upon you as our founder. We will respect your decision. <sighs> All right. Let's see. Fox, Fox, take an inspiration. <sighs> All right. Well, All right what? once we head are over, we going straight to the top floor or are you doing other things in, like I know you're stopping at intervals to make it look like you're working on the I say, and, and, Gun- and Gunner will will do his little nerdy voice on the on the intercom to like kind of communicate with the other maintenance people about it sure you rolled really well I, we don't need to RP that um uh, okay. I am going to yes. activate the cipher for my find familiar hit a little button okay and the spider is going to boop wink out of existence and boop wink up onto FP's shoulder and crawl under his armor plate can I reflavor that sure. a little bit visually? Uh, the cipher kind of splits into parts that don't fall or rain onto the ground or anything like that. It's maybe in some conduit and a new one sort of materializes out of the cipher, like almost like the, the Iron Man suit, like the nano suit okay. coming over. It's like another one kind of like kind of grows out of the cipher. Sure. Um, and that's what happens. Okay. So you eventually make it up to the 101st floor. The reticulator in perfect working order arrives at the 101st floor and ding floor 101 and it swings, swings open and you are buffeted in the face by heavy rains. The roof is in front of you. The smokestacks um, on top of summit tower are belching smoke into the air. What's weird is that you don't smell any of it. And in fact, upon further, investigation they uh turn out to be illusory um there is also a large pillar reaching out of the center of the roof with a spiral staircase that that's kind of winding around it almost like a dock for an airship of some kind but there is no airship here at the moment well you think uh think we know what this is for can I see the airship from no. here? Okay. I'll have uh, I'll have Owlin keep an eye on this spot, but maybe we don't want to go outside of the elevator in case they are watching it. But do you think uh, uh, you think Jeb's on the ship? I think it's it could be. It's a good chance we might. Do we? No. Do we want to wait for the ship? we set an ambush for when the ship gets back? Or do you want to go to some other part of the tower? Let's go to the other part of the tower. I'm going to send Alan up here just to keep an eye on it. And if we hear the ship's coming back, maybe we can come up if we haven't already run out of time. Well, what's what's another part of the tower? Like, what? Just, just back to where the rod is? Or what else? Where else are we going? 
Is there anything else of note? I mean, we can try checking for these vaults, right? I say Topham Sav's uh, private vault. Let's see if he's home. Are there windows on his floor? Yes. Perhaps we before surveil we the then. windows before we go down to his floor. I'm going to go ahead and send a message to Owlin to uh, come up. Uh, Owlin is 10 feet out of range. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe we can uh, stop it just before the penthouse. Sure. Uh, below the penthouse. I'm out of range. I had dropped him off somewhere. I in will. In case we needed him outside. I'm going to let uh, my little spider buddy out onto the roof. Okay. Um, and just tell him to, to stay there and let me know if a large ship comes flying by. Great. And we will proceed down. Uh, great. So are you going to Sir Topham Sav's floor or are you going low enough to call Owlin and then waiting for a little recon? Yeah, we're, we're going to uh, go down to Owlin. Later. Yeah. Or okay. yeah, recon. You only you only need to go down to like just beneath yeah. the floor. So you probably stop it in the middle again. You hear a radio go, hey, that was down that time. Good work. Yep. Progress <laughs> is progress. We'll let you know when we're getting closer. <laughs> you need to make a character with this voice. Like I need I need more of this voice. I just want the soundbite progress is progress. That's a good one for the little soundboard. Uh okay. So you you summon Owlin and Owlin is a teeny little owl a thousand feet away, so it takes a little while for Owlin to fly up. So we're gonna add a die to the tension pool for the passage of time while you're stuck there. Um and then Owlin does do a pass around the windows of Sir Topham Sav's hundredth floor penthouse suite. Mm-hmm. The windows are the entire length of Summit Tower. So there's one floor or one wall, the wall with the verticulator that is solid steel. And then the other three in like a U shape are, are just glass. Right. Um, there it's reinforced glass and um, it's got like some steel supports that kind of go through the middle of it, but it is still like floor to ceiling windows, which is great for you. Um, you, your owl is having a look through those windows into the, the penthouse suite. And there are like, there's a number of, of rooms, like it's open concept, but there are a number of different rooms in there. Just sort of the things you would expect to see in a penthouse. You know, there's like a kitchen and, and you know, a living room area and stuff like that. But it is, it is furnished luxuriously. Um, among other things, you see an owl bear rug. There's, um, a, uh, a construct that exists for the sole purpose of making different versions of like coffee um, that is installed in the kitchen. There's, you know, basically everything is automated smart home. It's got um, lighting that mimics the passage of the sun and moon. So like there's a moon that's on the ceiling of the penthouse that's kind of moving across and it's even with the moon outside. So it's casting the same sort of dim moonlight in the room the bed is this huge four post it's like two california kings um and it's got this you know big soft mattress on it there's a number of fine pieces of art on the wall um there's um a few ciphers that you're not sure exactly what they do they're just kind of installed into you know into the wall or into the counters where they're probably general home convenience things but you can't be sure there's a brass bugle, so he has his news literally piped directly into his penthouse. Um, 
there's a, um, a, a, it's not quite a cage, but there's a, it's almost like a dog house, but it's like 20 feet by 15 feet and inside it resting, um, resting casually, you know, it's, it's chest rising and falling as it sleeps is it's a perfectly the, peaceful house cat. It is the biggest crab you've ever seen. Like it is bigger than huge. Crab. It is biggest that bigger than giant. It is a huge giant crab. Um, <laughs> that is, that is resting in there. Um, and there's just next to that is a small like box of, it says crab food on it, but it's been handwritten <laughs> and it, that <laughs> box looks like its own cage, like for, you know, live feeding or whatever the, the huge giant crab eats. Um, there's also a copper band that is wrapped around one of the claws of the huge giant crab. Um, the, what else do you see in this room? Uh, Oh, uh, he's got a ceiling fan, but the ceiling fan is like levitating. So it moves to wherever the person in the penthouse is and it just stays over them and circulates air. Um, and you also see a, two there are two doors that lead back towards the verticulator but they're they're not like they they don't go to a verticulator they're on that wall two doors that you can't see through um so they're the potential spots for a safe to recap are behind the fine art installations underneath the counters underneath the rug or through those two doors towards the verticulators and it's likely and even you know it's possible and even likely that those things exist uh, Sir Topham Sav is not home. It seems like maybe nobody is home. All right, guys. We got to be quick about this. Which ones do you think we should check? I'm thinking the doors next to the reticulator. Me too. I mean, yeah, your guess is as good as mine. All right. Then let's head up there. Operation Crab is you a can, go. Uh, you can tell him uh, we thought we were onto something, but all of a sudden it went up a floor or something. I don't know. You've been really good at it. You'll figure right, it out. I'll, I'll try something. That's back the wrong way. Yep. Yeah, well, it's uh, you know the buttons seem to reverse themselves at this point. We're uh, we'll, we're 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 trying to get them back to the way they are. Well, you'll see some progress here soon. Sorry about this. Have you tried just pulling the panel off and doing it with like tapping into the wires themselves? Well, yeah, I meant the virtual buttons, you know, the is the controls that they're connected to and stuff. Maybe you've got a faulty obelisk. That's try putting that's possible. Yeah. Try pulling the panel off there. All right. All right. All right. Well, that next step, I'll let you know. I will. I will stay inside. Floor 100. And the reticulator doors open. Um. <clears throat> I'm gonna step out uh, and just look around. You see what I've described to you already. Okay, but nothing moves. Nope. I'm going to stay close to the wall and go to one of the doors next to the verticulator. I'm gonna start removing the verticulator panel. Okay. Uh, you get to the door. I'm right behind Fox. I'm going okay. to check the door for traps. Oh, are you? Roll an investigation. 
Gunner is going to just be a general keep watch, like watch the crab kind of Ten. guy. Ten? Is that what you Oof. said? Yep. Uh, roll like <laughs> two? Oh, come on, Fox. You do not identify any traps on the door. Well, it, it, identifying traps takes investigation, and that's... Uh, you know, I, I didn't I didn't spec in an investigation, mm -hmm. okay? I'm a charisma rogue. <laughs> um... So, all right, um, I'm going to, uh, gingerly, uh, making sure just to touch it with my fingertips, the edge of the doorknob, and see if anything happens. Nothing happens. Keeping my palm well away from the center of the doorknob, <laughs> and using just my fingertips, I'm going to slowly start rotating the doorknob until something clicks. Or happens. The doorknob continues rotating until you have extended your arm so far that you're like making a weird elbow circle around it and just keeps spinning. It never clicks. I'm going to instead just pull on the door. <laughs> until I hear a click. Make a dexterity save. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, at least I specced into this. That's going to be a 24. 24. All right, three things happen at once. Uh, firstly, Bruiser, you are knocked out of the way as Fox leaps backwards. Uh, Fox, just in time, not only is leaping out of the way, but knocks Bruiser to the floor. So you're both laying down when the wall of fire shoots out of the door. Um, as that happens, you also hear uh, your two radios come to life. We've got a perimeter breach in the penthouse suite and alarms going off from one of the safe rooms up there. And um, the third thing that happens is the the huge giant crab wakes up in its cage and it looks over towards you and it has this menacing like little <coughs> as its little claw clicks and then it starts like stressing like it, it's getting worked up it's not you know growling or yelling or anything but it's like skittering back and forth in its huge cage and it's little Abandoned. little back to the claws going. let's get back get back get back i'm gonna immediately that wasn't you guys was it <coughs> Maintenance comes up calling Gunner. Uh, I don't even know what, what, what we just heard there. Uh, now we're still inside trying to figure out what's going on. Perhaps uh, perhaps something, the problem may be messing with alarm triggers. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it's probably just isolated to the elevator. Well, can you get the doors open and take a look in the room? Uh, yep, sure. Let's, uh, let's, all right. Uh, yep. Yeah, it looks. All right, security's on the way up there. What do you see? Let them know what they're what they're in for. Looks, uh, Crap, looks angry. singed. Other than that, I'm not sure. I don't see uh, angry crab. <laughs> <laughs> is it is the crab out of its? Was the crab the reason that the door went off? Maybe it looks looks pretty spooked. Looks a little singed as well. <laughs> Roll deception. <clears throat> uh, FP's got a hand up. What's 19. up? Um, well, you can resolve this first. Okay. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but call off that security breach. It sounds like it was the stupid crab. I can't believe he keeps that crab up there. 
and then uh, <laughs> your your security radios go. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna back off on the uh, the alert on the penthouse suite. There sounds like uh, sounds like it's just a little pet action. <laughs> Copy that. Uh, yeah, it looks uh, almost halfway to boiled. <laughs> well, all right, we'll keep working on this. <laughs> Do we want to try again? <laughs> um, did the door even open at all? No. Can I reinvestigate it? I will. <laughs> I put a hand on no. Fox's. I will. Re- I will investigate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, FP, you can investigate it. Okay, I will. I will do that. FP, yes. you got this. I um. I would, I would gladly, gladly take your help. I think that that would be a very wise move in investigating for chaps. Bruiser would like to assist. That is a 23. 23. You identify three things. First, a series of runes written on the underside of the door handle. Very difficult to detect. They're not raised or anything like that. Um, second thing is the center of the door handle (laughs) i'm sorry fox the center of the door handle is um like faux gold and if you push inwards on it there's a keyhole right behind it uh and thirdly the door has several small um like pipettes around the edges of it where fire just came Mm, out of mm. (laughs) so so fp is just going to like poke the center just like press into it and like peel the little gold thing back ah it appears there is a keyhole here (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna pull out the keys um do any of the keys have different shapes and like the actual key shape uh yeah they're all slightly different so you could match them to a keyhole and sure enough one of them fits okay i i I will turn the key. key I will insert and turn okay. the key. <laughs> okay, you, you do that. <laughs> we don't want you having a leg incident with your hand. And I, as I turn very slowly. <laughs> you turn and it only turns about an eighth of a turn before it click. Um, you know, the, the actual doorknob has been engaged by the key. And so it opens and in front of you is... Um, well, first off the back of the door, not wooden, not decorative. Uh, it is lead so that Mm. scrying magic would not work through it. Reinforced by stainless steel, reinforced by adamantine. Um, inside there is a sort of a, a glowing green sort of, um, auxiliary light cantrip. It's actually a cantrip of dancing lights so that it can be run off of very, very little power. Um, being fed by its own little personal wingle digit hopper and in the room in front of you which is only about three feet deep maybe four feet deep are two one foot long cloth wrapped packages i enter very carefully Mm -hmm. and and i would like to make an investigation or like actually this isn't touching this is just perceptioning (laughs) Um, to like suss out the inside of this room just to make sure there isn't anything else going on in here. Okay. Uh, 16, so that's 26. 
Okay. And to be clear, this isn't much of a room. Right, like, right. It's a one square room on a D&D we, we are just paranoid um, and not trusting of everything and <laughs> anything. Yeah. Uh, what was your, remind me your perception? 26. 26. Uh, there is a small scratch in the wall at the bottom one corner of the room, almost as if the floor is meant to slide up and down a little bit. And it is currently depressed under a certain amount of weight. And above in the ceiling, there are a number of strange runes that have been carved there. Can I make an arcana check to try and decipher them? Well, I'm not trained in arcana, actually. So probably not. Oh, then you may not. (laughs) Do not step inside. Um, The floor is under a certain amount of pressure. Are these wrapped packages resting against the floor? Yeah, they're yeah. like flat on the flat floor. On floor. They're not touching the wall or anything like that. Once they are removed, there is some so, sort of alarm that will trigger. And he looks up and points out the runes at the top. Perhaps we can... Go ahead. But if weight... If weight is added, would that affect it? Unknown. Or is it just if Are there room? any, like, access panels inside of this safe room? No. What about the light? You said there was a dim light in here. The light, like I said, it has its own little hopper of wingle digits. Um, the okay. hoppers in the back. I mean, you could reach it. It's not a deep room, but the hoppers in like a back corner. And then there's just a hot wire from that hopper to the, the light. Okay. Um, how long does one like I'm assuming it's feeding wingle digits, right? Yeah. How long does a wingle digit last uh, to run a cantrip a very long time? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, can, can we do you think we can reach in there and take however many are in there? <laughs> No, <laughs> I do not think that that would be a good idea. Perhaps you Fox would enjoy breaks into a building where we now know three pieces of the rod of seven parts are makes off with like six wingle digits. <laughs> so could we reach the items without stepping? Yes. In? You said they're covered in a cloth. Yes, they are wrapped in a cloth. Could a bruiser take out his rapier and whoa, just whoa, whoa. peel back the cloth care- carefully? Not to trigger like the the pressure weight or not step in or anything bruiser may roll a slate of hand check if he's trained in it or a dexterity check if he's not sleight of hand it is oh, that's a natural bruiser stop touching shit reaches in oh wait i have inspiration you do. can yeah. i use you that do. you may i had not yet exposited the results of your failure you may use your inspiration I hate this dice. It's what? another natural one. No way. This is why you what? don't you use physics. I three natural twenties in a row. BS. You should be using. I got three natural twenties in a row. My karma real has die. come back. Real die. Real <laughs> die. This is a. This is a PTA. Uh, <laughs> uh, whatever they're called. We're gonna leave him in there and take the rods and leave. That's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna push. Yeah, we're him. gonna push Bruiser. <laughs> Bruiser reaches anyway. in with his rapier and very, very delicately flips the, um, the the cloth wrapping off of the first rod. Uh, the rod is a one foot scepter of brightest gold. And just as you see that you trip just a little bit and your sword poke pokes right through the fabric and stabs into the pressure plate on the floor. Oh no. Click as the pressure plate hits the ground. Um, 
everyone else makes a deck save, Bruiser automatically fails it. Big set. 17. 22. 25. 22, 17, 25. Okay, only the 17 fails. Um, FP and Bruiser, both of you... Actually, I guess FP is immune. Bruiser, you fall asleep. Um, You topple forwards into the room and sort of flop onto the pressure plate. Um, At the same time, the other three of you are able to basically get away from the, well, FP doesn't get away, but it just doesn't affect him. But a, a mist is coming from the ceiling of the room. You're able to back off from the mist, although it's going to follow you out into the room if you don't shut the door. Um, Fox, you are the only one to notice that the cage for the huge giant crab click has swung open quietly and on its own. And lastly, um, let me roll for that. Never mind. Uh, that's that's all that that has happened that you've noticed. All right, I'm going to immediately play damage control and see if I can't stealth over to uh, crab food chest. Okay. Um, and, and, and if it's... Try to open it. You make it over to crab food chest. Do I need to roll for that or... Uh, no. Okay. I rolled attention die to see if you were able to do it, and you did. You open it up, and inside there are several... Um, large like livestock basically all right i'm gonna medium sized livestock go like click 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 here 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 here, mr crab and i'm gonna hand him uh some of the food okay uh you hold out some food the well i'm not not gonna hold out of my hand i'm gonna (laughs) push it towards the crab i don't wanna okay you push it towards (laughs) the crab the first you know creature or whatever moves towards the crab and the crab's claw like descends and it snaps it up and pulls it back into its cage. You've probably bought yourself, you know, a couple rounds. Uh, uh, in fact, Gunner, roll a d6. How many rounds has Fox bought? All right, uh, FP, um, it seems as though you can't necessarily fall asleep. I would grab Bruiser and the rods and let's get out of here. I am I'm already doing it. One. I rolled a one. I rolled a one. Don't you okay, have inspiration? Okay, only one round. Yeah, but it's a... It's a Oh, dude, does, insp- does inspiration work on... Uh... Inspiration just lets you roll something again. I don't know if this is what you want to burn it on. Yeah, we I have wouldn't one burn. Personally. We're fine. We're fine. Oh, I, I thought it was a round. d20 roll. My bad. No. Okay. Uh, FP, you're going to try and grab Bruiser and the rods? Um, I am going to... I'm going to um, take my grappler. Like I'm going to and pull it out and uh, lash it around the rods into a bundle. I'm going to like, and then shoot, 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 shoot around and lash it to myself. And then I'm going to try and pick up Bruiser. Okay. Uh, Strength check first to pick up Bruiser. Oh, I rolled a 19. I think that means it's a 20. All right. Yep. You are easily able to lift Bruiser. Um, and and as you lift Bruiser, you roll a dexterity check with dis- a dexterity save with disadvantage as the pressure plate releases because there's no weight on it. Um, that's not as good. Uh, that is a fifteen. Fifteen. Unfortunately, a fifteen is not high enough. 
Um, as you lift the pressure plate, did I have inspiration for something? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't remember, okay. but wish. I don't, I don't think remember. So. Yeah, I, I, I certainly do wish right now. Uh, a- episode um, 43. <laughs> I never used. I am going to be using my uh, uncanny dodge or my um, evasion to half or null whatever this effect is. Oh, you can't null it. It'll be half. Well, uh, yeah, because I didn't succeed. It'll be halved. Proceeds to roll 20d20. Not 20d20. It's not that bad. It's not much better, though. Just 60d20, the stats for my new character. (laughs) Uh, 38 points of damage uh, as a fireball detonates out of the um, storage room. Uh, At the same time as the fireball goes off, you hear an alarm. A high-pitched alarm noise um, going off. The huge giant crab immediately drops what it what it was eating and rushes out of the cage and it's going to take the dash action towards FP and bruiser. Um, basically just sprinting straight at you. Um, you may make a dexterity save to jump out of the way or it's going to roll to hit you. So your AC may cover it. Is, the, I don't is know, this my turn also, or is this like a reaction thing? This is a, a reaction thing. This is all part of the trap. Okay. Um, so you said a dexterity save? Yes. That's a 13 plus 7, so 20. 20. Uh, You are easily able to dodge out of the way, and in a twist of good luck, the huge giant crab runs into the, um, like, barrels right past you and into the safe room, depresses the thing, and then falls asleep as the mist is sprayed down on its head. Um, It failed its save in there. So... Um, the only thing that's going off now is the alarm. There is still like a high-pitched alarm. Dang it, I'm asleep. Sounds like uh, time to go to me. I believe the uh, verticulator is working, and it will head to the bottom floor. Do we want to stop wait. by 47? <laughs> I'm going to check. Um, wasn't there another door? Uh, there is another door. Uh, FP, please. We don't have anything on Jeb. Can we just, Here, just check this, this door? And I will hand him Bruiser. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take Bruiser. Okay. Um, and I will. Um, uh, oh. I while I'm holding on to Bruiser, can I have Alan uh, keep a lookout at the lower, just like down on the bird's eye view of the whole building, just to see if like there's any commotion downstairs. Yep, no commotion downstairs. And on that point, okay. no no commotion from ships from Mr. Spider Spider? No commotion from ships. Okay. Um, Gunner, <laughs> would you please yeah. take care of this other door? And FP is like singed and part of his like metal plates are loose and melted on the sides. I've got like 14 hit points left. So I'm going to walk back into the reticulator and start using a med kit to like patch myself up. <laughs> All right, I'll 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 give it a go. Gunner will investigate this door for traps. <laughs> oh, um, that's oh. a ten. Similar roll to the previous. You do not Ooh. see any traps right. on the door. Gunner is going wait, wait, wait. to follow. Check, check for the center. Thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Poke Gun- the Gunner is going to still try to be careful based on what he saw from the last one. So uh, okay, he's going to go. For, he's going to try to go for the center keyhole. 
the hidden center keyhole. Yep. You gingerly press on the center of the doorknob. There is no keyhole there. It's it. You know, the doorknob just feels kind of solid. It pokes you. It's a poison trap. (laughs) Uh, No, he's not going to turn it. Can he retroactively use inspiration to reroll investigation? <laughs> um, I'll let you burn an ocean to do it. All right. I'd like to use an okay. ocean. Yeah. You burn an ocean <laughs> and go ahead and roll your, okay. roll your uh, second investigation. <laughs> that is a dirty one. Not a natural wow. one. You do not identify any traps on the Not a natural one, but a dirty one. Uh, uh, but you are confident in your work. All right. Then that means Gunner's going to turn the doorknob. You turn the doorknob and open it, and it is a food pantry, well stocked with a variety of <laughs> snacks. Let's get the hell out of here. And then Gunner's gonna <laughs> turn around and go back for the reticulator. As Gunner turns around to go back to the reticulator, there is a moment where he's looking out the window. And looking outside the window, you see flying there uh, the suspended form of a dirt folk with uh, no. a pointed hat and leather jacket blowing in the wind. The dirt folk looks towards you and you can see in its one hand is a small open book. It looks like a, a leather bound journal that's like been through some stuff. Um, <sighs> and in its other hand is one of the communication ciphers and it holds the communication cipher up to its mouth. And um, all of you that have security guard ciphers can hear we've got a situation up here, pups. And on that note, tonight's oh, no. Dungeons and Dragons ah! session, the first part of our heist comes to a close. 